So let me go further in your theory then. Is Lana then have abilities that draws people? Where then if they have some type of kryptonite in them, then it becomes even more intense? Or is it strictly the theory is that these people, whenever they have abilities, they just become insanely attracted to her? I don't know. I've thought about that. Like yeah. you're saying, like if they're normal or not normal, if the attraction still works. Because there is something with your attraction thing here. Obviously, when it comes to this person, we've never seen him. And he loves her. Yeah. And Shocker. it's the same thing with uh, back on Extinction when Jake, never heard of Jake before, and he was like, man, you know, I've, I've always liked Lana. And then he tries to kill her in the pool. Wait, Jake? Jake, yeah, the Gill Boy in Extinction oh. Oh, back I, in, like, episode three. For some reason, I was thinking Van was no, the no, one no, that no, was no. in love with her, but no, he just saved her he with the rifle. He was just daddy's boy, dude. He was yeah. a daddy's boy. He's just the guy who brings guns to school. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walks around with his headphones, like... Police scanner, though. Come on. He's not that special, right? <laughs> and, yeah, uh, you know, speaking of magnetism, we have Magnetic here, episode 7 of season 3. And we're already, we have to do it because we're already drawing ties with our villain of the week this week. We're kind of back on that little trend here. We even get a kryptonite power, a new one today. I am in love with this episode in a lot of parts. It's once again going back to whenever we get to the end of these, it's like they just put fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of pisses me off it's, because whenever I have these villains, the one thing they don't do, and I'm going to actually compare it with the Flash show. Maybe I'm just not remembering Flash correctly, but from my knowledge, the fights were good at the end. They were. Sure, they were a little sped up, but it was always something new that he was learning in that fight that then made the fight worth watching versus these. These are some of the laziest things I've ever seen. Right, because usually the formula with Flash, even Arrow, is like they get, they find the villain, something happens, they get, they get pretty much beaten in that first half. The whole time they're figuring out, okay, how do we go back and beat that person? Then the last half is really them just fighting. Like... (laughs) And Flash Season 1, I'm right behind you, dude, because that's all that was. And do you think maybe for Smallville, granted, this is obviously my favorite part, they decided to go with the high school drama more than the actual, they don't care about fights, we need to keep giving them love triangles. Well, dude, no, that's all they do, bro. (laughs) What do you mean? That's all they do. They give us a cool power. They give us, you know, the, the meteor freak of the week. And but it's really just centered around all these feelings, all this drama between friendships. Don't forget, friendships. Joseph, a fucked up origin story. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is messed up. This all right, fuck. like what the hell? Yeah. This town is awful. No yeah. wonder there's an alternative school here where kids go. This town is just horrible. Yeah, and so we have Seth Nelson introduced in this episode, another student. We've never heard of, but apparently he's been around. He's been around pretty much. I'm going to assume all these people they always introduce, it's always, oh, yeah, oh, man, in middle school, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We've known them since middle school. They were always a weirdo, or maybe they did this and did that. But to your point then, uh, actually, to compare it, since we were just talking about Extinction with Van, Clark ran up to Van and shook his hand and introduced him like he didn't know. Yeah, so... Seth, he doesn't do that with. But you remember with that, we find out he was, like, weirdly, secretly hired to set up computers? Oh, that's right. Was he, like... We didn't know if it was, like, he was a fake student. And this also ties into this episode, too. He was... Yeah. (laughs) 
dude, it was like, what a theory that is. Because, wow, how many of these students are fake? Yes, and that because the students interchange so much at Smallville High, that would then explain why they're able to get away with it. Obviously, though, the other side of it is because the doors are never locked and you could just walk in. Or we can still continue on our theory that this is an alternative high school and there is is. new students coming in all the time (laughs) because of bad behavior or something they did. So Van probably, you know... Probably had a violent streak or maybe aggression and, you know, got put in AHS. And he's like, well, I'm not going to stop, but I'll keep looking. Seth kind of hints at that as well. I think we can get into later on in the episode why I think Seth is at this school. Because he does reveal himself where, I'm not going to lie to our audience. At the start of this episode, I was cheering for him. After what I find out, what happens to this man, I was like, Seth, we're going to get back on our feet. You talking about like backstory? Yeah, I'm talking about where oh this this, this opening scene, yeah, yeah, where yeah. he then gets his powers that we find out. I was actually rooting for this guy to be good, and I thought Clark was the horrible person. <laughs> I'd be with you, kind of, yeah, be it, but it's like he doesn't have like an actual bad origin. Whoa! No, I'm uh, seeing. I'm meaning like backstory. Like, why is it that I'm sure his life looked like it was okay up until this point, and then was that just the the little trigger there, oh, everyone just needs a bad day. There's no way he actually had a good life, because what we're opening up to is the carnival. And remember, <laughs> he's on game, so he's obviously a pussy. Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. Word to Adventureland, because, uh, yeah, he's on games. This is an exact replica of the scene in Adventureland, when Jesse Eisenberg, his character, gets kind of bullied by the customer. At the, you better give him a giant-ass panda. Yeah, giant-ass <laughs> panda. Why don't you give the kid a fucking panda, huh? <laughs> All right, but before we get into that, should we start the episode? Oh, yeah, yeah, but first, dude, first. As always, this is the Somebody Save Me podcast. We're starting on Magnetic. Intro scene is we're basically at Six Flags. I put in my notes, we're at Fiesta, Texas. <laughs> yeah, we're at Six Flags before it was like real, real popular. And uh, I don't know if you know who this was, Josh Kelly. I did not. That, I was hoping you were going to tell me who this was. I had to Shazam and I was like, am I supposed to know this person? He looks like Mark Danowitz or whatever from Parks and Rec. We'll find out why I also think he's a piece of shit too. <laughs> Josh Kelly, the yeah. singer. Yeah. yeah okay. So we, yeah, we have we have a band playing. So they're playing a concert at this carnival festival, Six Flags or whatever. And now we have a glimpse of a snow globe. For some reason, it's made with meteor rock flakes. Okay, I gotta ask you: Did you immediately think though kryptonite's in there, yeah. or did you think it was fake? No, that has to be real. There's no way. So. Is that how they make snow globes? <laughs> In Smallville. I think they... Because maybe they don't get snow. Kansas gets snow, right? What if this was one of Dr. Hamilton's items? Remember when <laughs> Chloe said that he would sell things on the side of the road? Maybe this is Hamilton's snow globe, and they just have so many left over that this is where they give them out. If we remember Hamilton how we do... <laughs> oh, I'm going far back here. There's no way he would have been selling something like this. No? Okay. No, 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 no. He, you know, this was beneath him, dude. Snow globes? 
Wait, Chloe said that he was accused of selling fake rocks. Snow globes are not beneath Dr. Hamilton. Was it fake rocks? I thought he was selling real rocks. I thought he was selling both. Remember, he was kind of under the Luther name, so it's like he was distributing something. And maybe the snow globes are a test. Christmas time. And oh. they just failed. Hey, yo, R.I.P. Hamilton. Yo, you're turning We're in your grave right still now. Still giving shout outs here. <laughs> And so, yeah, so basically Lana and Chloe are just at the carnival together. They are talking about the if it's the real meteor rock fragments in the snow globe. And they're just having pretty much, I would call this best friend sister time, roommate time. And what we haven't had, too, is them actually being able to spend time together that we haven't seen. I think this is the first time we've really seen them purely comfortable. There's yes. no drama, nothing. It truly seems like, hey... Hey, girl, you want to go to the carnival? Yeah. And they're just eating cotton candy. Let's get some cotton candy together. I'll feed you. (laughs) And so, yeah, they're basically just going on about this. And then, like, of course, Lana mentions Clark. And Chloe's like, wow, I thought we were going to go, you know, at least 24 hours without mentioning our favorite farm boy. Why did she mention him? What? This is actually a girl's day. We already know. We already know Lana is obsessed with Clark right now. Purely simping. I mean, the past few episodes has been like, I mean, I'm still here, Clark, if you want to get together. Hey, I know you're, I'll wait for you, you know. And at this point, you're also thrown in Chloe's face. Yeah. You kind of are. And Chloe's actually being amazing this episode. I'll I'll give you that. Yeah. Does everyone hear this? We'll we'll go into it further how I agree with you. But yes, you're right. And so Chloe kind of throws that little jab in there. And Lana's like, you're right. Let's, let's chill, let's hang out, whatever. And, of course, Chloe actually even says to her, Hey, remember, Clark not dating you was his loss, not yours. So, and honestly, I agree. It's like, uh, well, then again, you know, they're both kind of dumb, so they still deserve each other. No, no, at this point... Uh, Clark does suck. <laughs> Clark deserves to... Or, I'm sorry, Lana deserves to have sex with somebody in front of Clark. Mm. That's how far I'm willing to go. Dude, we're virgins. We don't talk about the forbidden S-word. Okay. Superman. At this point, go to second base and get a boob touch. I just need something in front of Clark where he needs to realize, okay, you want to play that game of not caring? You want to say you don't like this girl want to be with her? Prove it. I'm yeah, so he goes and makes out boob. with Chloe, right? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so... Of course, we have the new introduction as well as talking about Seth Nelson, played by Kevin Zegers. Me and Taylor discussed this earlier. We only know him from Dawn of the Dead. He's one of the younger dudes in there who's part of the young couple that were just a younger kid. I don't know if he's with the, a girl. I thought I can't he, remember. I thought they he granted this movie was in 04, so a little little foggy. But same time frame too. It's he actually, was big. Yeah, it was this. only a year later. I mean, I'm sure he was filming this at the same time. Man, he probably got ugly when he got older though. Then right, because this was his. I didn't hot see any, I didn't see. I didn't see a lot of recent creds, bro. And what I do enjoy, though, about this character is like what I'm saying. He seems to be a nice guy. Chloe has even vouched for him. Lana is even thinking about it. Yeah, I want, C- I want y'all to remember this. He seems like a nice guy. Seemed like he has a good background. Continue. Yes. And so now we're just supposed to believe that Lana is not going to take the chance because she's still thinking of Clark. Chloe is now pushing it. My fingers are crossed here, Lana. Let's do this. Right, right. And so he actually shouts her out because he obviously knows them. He's like, Lana Lang, hey, want to try your armor at this game? Because he's playing games. He's a pussy. And so... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have to put that on the record. And what's funny here is that he says, hey, just try it out. 
I'll get you a prize either way because, hey, believe it or not, this game's rigged. Magnets. Oh, Ooh. magnets. Nod to the title. <laughs> and so, of course, now it's being established that Seth has been having this crush on Lana for uh, since sixth grade. He spelled Lana's name out in spaghetti. Oh, that's so hot. I'm just going to also, again, I said about 30 seconds ago, I hope Lana has sex in front of Clark, but now I think Lana is a total bitch. Yeah, yeah, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was in sixth grade, Chloe. Now he's, like, into cars, comics, and game cubes. All right, you're dead to me, Lana. Fuck you, Lana. Yeah, I'll give you the cars thing, because cars are, you know, it's all right, but it's, like, comics and game cubes. You're stabbing us right now, what right is, in the heart. I'm sorry that it's not just somebody shoveling shit all day. Yeah. Right? And moving hay. Yeah, I'm we all know sorry. Clark doesn't shower, especially scrub his belly button. Yeah. And... <laughs> what, what are we talking about, Lana? Sorry. She's so, she's so used to the cow manure that she can't handle some clean household AC with, you know, actual no farm. Oh my god, do your pants not have shit stains on them? <laughs> I am so out. Wow, your hands aren't rough. Wow. Oh. You don't wear flannels. Oh my god, you don't have chores all day long and can't abandon me when I need you most? I'm out. <laughs> so clearly Lana is not my type of girl, I'll tell you that right I now. I hate her. Yeah. <laughs> and so, of course, we have other people trying their hand at the game. And Chloe even says, hey, he's cute, though. Why not just expand your horizons? Try him out. Go for it. Lana goes ahead, throws this little-ass ball. A terrible throw, by the way, Lana. Do not try this game ever again. And so she's trying. They're just laughing, having a good old time. And even though she misses, Seth even gives her a prize. Seth is just so googly-eyed over her, though. I kind of love it because he's... It's like... What I do enjoy about the episode, at least with this beginning part, they make a little slow-mo of Chloe and Lana as they're giggling with each other, as if Seth has then stopped time because Lana is so attractive. I do like that, which is why I'm cheering for this guy. I'm, sure. Like, yeah, I don't sure. have a problem with him. And obviously, he's giving her a prize, the snow globe, so that can only mean one thing. The kryptonite has to go into him somehow. Going to someone at this point. I mean, yeah, it's going into someone. And of course, he says, for fine effort, here you go. And the other contestant looks disgusting, by the way. He comes up to him, and this is where we have our adventure land scene. Hey, uh, why was my prize? I'll take that one if she doesn't want it. Uh, well, you have to win. Dude, why would you Why would you tell him that? Because the clearly she didn't win. You gave her a prize. So why not just give him the prize? So I have a rule. The rule is, if I'm working at a carnival game getting paid $8 an hour, and a guy with cutoffs, a jean jacket sleeves, and a ponytail that looks more like a rat tail and tattoos yeah. are covering his neck down to probably his ankles, I'm immediately going to say, you want a snow globe or you want something else? Uh, please, you the want shop something is cooler? open for you. Yeah, because he literally just stated, what are they going to do? Like his management, you know? It's like... Just and give the why prize is away. this worth it where it gets a little depressing for me? The fact that Lana then has to turn to him. You can have mine. Ugh. Seth, you look weak. Just give him a fucking snow globe. Yeah, now you really look like a pussy on games, dude. <laughs> and so, of course, he hops over the angry client, customer, whatever. And, of course, yeah, Lana hands him the snow globe. And, of course, he's like, you're going to let your chick do your fighting for you? And Seth has the balls like Jesse Eisenberg did in Adventureland, shoves him to the ground, runs away, and the dude, of course, goes chasing after him. 
Lana then immediately is also, oh my god, we gotta get security! Oh, yeah. Yeah, weird. Go get security, oh my god. It's like, dude, are you really thinking he's gonna catch him? I feel like this kid would get away so easy. Especially when you're going into a crowd that's a concert, right? Okay, I would not go into a concert crowd because look how tough it is for him to move now. And he stops. Why does he stop? He stops and then all of a sudden, holy shit, dude, this customer, the angry guy, finds him immediately smashes the snow globe on his head. That is a salt, my friend. And I know Seth pushed him down first, but dude, that's, that's, I mean, there's self-defense to a point. You're all, you could have killed that guy. Hey, Joseph, I don't think you're bringing up the real main problem here. He is 16 years old. Yeah. And a 35 year old decided to definitely at least 30. Mash a snow globe in his face. And also I had to bring up now my point. You were wondering why I thought this band was a piece of shit. What happens when this snow globe is shattered on his forehead? They Who's, just stopped the song. Who sticks up for him? They just stopped the song. And then it's just like, why did you make this so awkward, Seth? <laughs> like, that's everyone's reaction to this. Dude, why did you just throw this off? Like, we were having a concert. Yo, we're playing here. We got a set. We're why is there glass on the floor? <laughs> Someone's got to clean that up. Hey, Litterbug, clown mouth. <laughs> And so Seth is out here coughing up like the liquid, the kryptonite flakes, and he has a cut in his forehead. And we get a zoom in that the the meteor rock fragments go into his brain, or I guess his bloodstream, I should say more so. And he passes out, and it you know he most likely has a concussion here. And now we have him going into the hospital where they're going to be running tests. I have MRI no, machine. I have no idea who his parents are. I still have not seen any Thank adult. Thank you for saying that because this is going to go into my whole thing of his backstory. Okay, so there is a backstory. You want me to keep going? Yeah. Okay. So now we're having him going through this MRI machine where now he's starting to hear the noises. Doctor's telling him, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Everything is normal. Now he's saying that a magnetic field has been activated. We see zaps going through his body. His whole body is turning green right now. We see green electricity flowing through him. He is screaming for help. This doctor says, hold on. I'm not going to pull the plug. I'm just going to try to get you out of here. This guy is an idiot. He gets blown away into the door. Now a real doctor walks in and says, hey, I'm going to pull the plug. Pulls it out. All of a sudden, Seth is then pulled out of the MRI machine. Got to get that right. (laughs) And now he is good. He is still awake. It's not like the eyes are in the back of his head. He's just telling, I need to get out of here. Yeah, what that showed me really was like the effects. I mean, we're seeing it, but it's not really, I guess, he's not feeling it. He doesn't feel different. That's what it looked like to me. Like, he's not actually feeling like, oh, because he comes out. It's like, are we good? Like, what happened? Oh, I thought it was charging him. Well, I'm saying, no, we're seeing what's happening. You know, obviously, if someone were to look, they see all this glowing green shit. But it's like, he thinks it's like, oh, I'm just sitting here like, what's happening to me? Is the machine okay? You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't know really what's going on. So that means like... I would say more than anything, it probably feels like a tickle or something. Maybe like a little bit of a vibration. But yeah, I don't think it's really hurting him. No, not at all. And so... I do have a question. Um, if you're If you're Lana, would you stay at the hospital? No. Okay, that's all I wanted to ask. Why wouldn't you just submit him and be like, all right, well, I'll just put my contact information. Maybe he can call me later just to make sure he's okay. I, but I took him to the hospital, so I did my job. But Lana is, of course, there, sees that everything went crazy in the room, runs in there and says, Seth, are you okay? This man then touches her hand and says, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm good. And then she's like, because now we see when he touches her hand, we see the same effects, like a little static going across her hands. Green static. So clearly, we have a kryptonite power, a new one. And Lana's face turns in from worry to horny. Yes, because then she's like, wow, Chloe was right. You are kind of cute. Yes. What? So now we're having... Magnetism. Okay. My question to you is, does he have control over this right now? Hmm. No. I think he was actually shooting his shot and making his move there because our hands were so close to his when he was laying down that he was like, wow, she's still here checking on me. So I'm going to touch her. Like, maybe she, maybe this is a thing. So she touches, he touches her, and then, like, the attraction is there now. Is it with everybody that he touches? I think it would be. Okay. I think it would be. Let's hold on to that. Okay. That's what I wanted you to Because that is my assumption. That is what I put in my notes here, believing... Okay, so in a way, this guy is going to be like Purple Man, and he's immediately going to be able to just tell people what to do just by Mm -hmm. simply grabbing their hand. Kind of like what we saw by that shitty episode in that uh, council man that decided to come back to Smallville. (laughs) Yes! Man, shout out season one, dude. Hug, dude. That was a great one. I'm bringing up so many past episodes here. They were the good salesmen. Death of a salesman. Wow. God, that was awful. What a good throwback, dude. Um, I'm trying here. But yeah, that's what I'm assuming when it comes to his type of power right now. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's like I mean, I don't think at that point, I don't think anyone would know they have powers, but I mean I think as we proceed, he's like putting it together, you know, things are happening and he's just putting the pieces together like, oh, maybe something did happen. Because I mean this whole time Lana wasn't into him. We established ever since sixth grade, he was shooting his shot. Nothing was happening. What I find weird, though, about it, and when it comes to this, because I'm not going to say, like, oh, I don't know or anything. I just find what I find weird about him. How does he know that it's like the magnetic, the magnetic constructs in the brain that's being able to cause it? Like, how does he know that he has magnetism? And we're going to get to it. Sorry to jump ahead. Let's get to yeah, the Lexi. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I get what you're getting at. But, um, but yeah, so we go back, actually, to the Lex mansion. Lex is still looking into the whole grandparents thing because we established, uh, you know, this past episode uh, in Relic uh, on episode six that he started looking to his own past. And, of course... It's become to the point where they find out that Lionel's parents, Lex's grandparents, were blown up in an apartment building. And it blew up, like, blocks, like a couple blocks. And what we even found out, too, was that Lionel, being the Lionel himself, oh, I didn't know that that's what happened, when in fact you and I both think him lying to Lex already and him saying he didn't know, come on, Lionel. Dude, yep. And so, yeah, even here, he still ha- Lex still has that P.I. looking into the information. And so, of course, that... <laughs> Lexi Mealy says, don't drop and just give me call logs, you idiot. Yeah, he's just, yeah, and it's just like, you're just giving me call logs, things I already know. But it's like, it's not a matter of that. It's the matter of the information that I'm finding of who is also trying to get this information. And little do they know, Lex finds out Chloe Sullivan was the last person to check on these same documents and background for Lionel Luther. It even shows her log, Chloe Sullivan doing it for Lionel. And Lex is perplexed. He's now, whoa, why is she doing that? Whenever Chloe is being... 
This is the thing that I also, with Lex, believed, is that he would be wanting to go to Chloe right now in order to find out exactly what information she were to have. I thought Lex would be doing this in a non-threatening way, so that is my assumption going into the next scene. But before that, we have to get to the Smallville Hospital, because mm, I do the have- best place. I do have another hole here for you, Joseph. Because as we can see with this scene opening, it's Seth now testing out his abilities. And this is what I mean. I would right, think I so, have telekinesis. Right. So I would he like think magnets. Yeah. Well What yeah. does he feel whenever he's touching Lana's hand? Like that's what I want to know. Like, what are you doing there? Who did we have that had telekinesis? Oh, Adam Brody, dude. <sighs> Adam Brody, oh, last Strange. season. Strange, yes. Yeah, yeah, his little yes. accent with his hands. He had to move things with his mind. Oh, he no- killed Dr. Swan. I'm sorry, Principal Swan. Nominated for Worst Kiss. How could I ever forget <laughs> this? Oh, yes, my apologies. So, yes, we had, we, basically we had like what we thought was like an Adam Brody part two here. Justin Gaines. I do remember his name now. Oh, and my so, God, that's insane. <laughs> and so, of course, nope, we nope, have. Before you go on, I have to put it this way. Joseph, if you're Lana, Dude. and you're sitting in the hospital for Seth, are you thinking, who should I call? No, no, no. We can't get into that yet because we have to go back to what you were saying. Why is Seth immediately thinking okay, telekinesis? Because yeah. he, as we get back to the hospital, he's in the room. He has his plate of food in front of him, and he has a metal spoon there. And he immediately just starts lifting it up like he knew he could do that that's what i mean and it's weird like so di- this goes back to maybe me now w- did he feel something then in the mri machine did he feel different does he feel like he's maybe powered up a bit like you said maybe charged up i still want to, but even the charged up or anything in the mri machine doesn't really give me anything on what does he feel whenever he touches lana to be able to put those type of emotions into her. Right. Like, again, I can see you can be in magnetic. I don't understand how we can get in Lana. I get everything else with him, just not that. And we need to also talk about how long this magnet magnetism attraction lasts. Don't because, even get me into that. Yeah, he touched <laughs> her, right, and Lana left. But now, like you said, she's coming back here, and she's coming back with Clark to visit Seth. And of course, Lana's immediately like, I'm already getting like, like can you oh, like, can you do me a favor and just explain this phone call to me? Oh, yeah. You mean the what it could have been a phone call? I want the I want you to tell me what Lana called Clark and what that phone call was. Yeah, because they don't live clear <laughs> near each other. So um, and they were at a carnival last they saw Seth. So are we not on the weekend right now? I don't know where we are. And I'm wondering if Lana truly just called Clark. So this boy at the carnival, he was wanting to give me a present. And I was like, okay. But then somebody came up and was like, no, I want that. And then Seth said, no. So he pushed him. Then they went into the crowd. He smashed the snow globe on his face. Now I'm in the hospital. Can you come and see me? It reminds me in Austin Powers when when Scott is like, yeah, so my buddy was like getting a fight with this other dude, and he was like, what? And he was like, so what? And he was like, yeah, you want to do anything? <laughs> it was cool. So that's that's how I imagine that convo went that's, with Clark. That's how you want to live your life. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so Clark's like, do you want me to go with you or something? Like, oh, I'm already here. 
Yeah, like, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm already here. I'm in. My, I'm in my new Jeep. Please come out. Please come out. I'm in my new Jeep. You haven't I, been in. You haven't been inside of it before. I can't so. come and pick you up, but you Maybe can come here. That's right? the reason she wanted to finally show off her Jeep to him. Why? Because he hasn't actually been inside the Jeep yet. I w- okay. All right, because here's my other thing, too. This is also what I want to get into. By the way, sorry, this may be a long episode. It's okay, because, wow. I got to say this. If I'm Seth, I would immediately turn and be like, why is he here? Why Why did you bring Clark in here, Lana? But see, this, I mean, this even goes into the thing, too. We've established Lana doesn't talk to anyone, and yet she knows everyone. Why wouldn't but she everyone... call Chloe Joseph? Who Chloe was with her? her. <laughs> Who was with her, right? God, she would be a best supportive uh, friend right here. Clark, why? Yeah, why Clark? So anyways, yeah. So <laughs> Lana's coming in, checking in on Seth, like, hey, your cut's looking good. Like, you already look better. Like, you're looking great. And, like, I guess the MRI machine would happen with that. And Seth's just like, I don't know. Something, probably just an old machine. Thank you again for the help and all that. And, of course, then he looks at Lana Weird. And, and then he looks, he looks at, at Clark. Clark. Because he's like, why are you here, farm boy? Get out. I don't think it's that because even later on they mentioned this, right? But it is known that Clark and Lana are a thing. Was a thing. Was a thing? Yes. Or at least, yeah, there has always been a thing. But, yes, they were a thing, I guess. Yes. Because, spoiler alert, Seth does mention it later. And so he looks at him, but it's like he knows they're not a thing at this point. So he's like, hey, maybe as a thank you, I could take you out. And Clark's just sitting there like, why am I here? Um, No, in fact, I think the different on you with the Clark reaction. Instead, I thought it was a, <laughs> she's not going to agree. I thought it was some cocky ass bullshit from him. And that's why I'm sitting back going, Seth, use your powers. Seth, it's time. All right, man, we're going to do this together. You're going to touch her hand, and you're going to take her out, and you're going to show her a damn good time, because that's what men do. Not farm boy over here that just has shit on his pants. Yeah, he's probably walked in with shit on his pants. <laughs> yeah, um, I, could, I could smell it from here. And Clark, you know, it's weird, because he's not, he's like, because Lana's like, um, and then now Seth automatically knows, like, touching her that's what works. I- it's weird. There's lots of holes in this one, and we're going to poke a lot Also, in because if he were to touch him and let's say this, what if he got the emotion wrong? And she just started yelling at him. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Like, what if it was altering yes. weird things in the brain? It's just like, okay, now I hate you, Seth. Yeah, it was you. What if he even caused him or caused her to, like, lash out? That's all I'm saying. It's just hippie. It is weird. How it does he get weird. it so perfect? But yeah, I guess it's the whole magnetism attraction. So then after he touches Lana's hand again in front of Clark, she says, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, take me out. And Clark's like, what the hell? Clark's about to cry. Because Clark was like in the mindset like, oh, she wouldn't go out with him. That's what I mean. He's about to cry right now. Yeah, and he walks out first. It's like he's almost storming out. And of course, Lana's like, Clark, what's the rush? It's like, you're not like mad because Seth asked me out. Clark like, says, nah. no, it's great. Yeah, he's like, no, nah, it's cool. It's like, I'm glad he asked you out. It's whatever. This is not Seth's powers right now, by the way. Because when Lana now walks out and she goes, well, good. Because the last time I checked, you and I were just friends. We weren't an item, idiot. Okay, but see, the thing why is. Why does she act like this? Yeah, it's like, why are we, do, why are we doing that? I why are we? Because too much. I'm sorry. I know there's a thing. I know there's a thing between them two. But it's like. 
he he's brushing it off. He's doing what a typical guy is gonna do, and that's and that's just kind of brushing it off, whatever. Because technically, he already knows. He already knows. Like he can't be mad at it. And he said, "No, it's cool." Like, yeah, yeah. He says, "No, it's cool, Lana. Thanks for calling me to come over here. Now I'm gonna go home and cry." That's what he just did right now. Yeah, and so, and of course, she's just like putting in his face, like, "Last time I checked, we're friends, so it's like you shouldn't be mad." And he's I just, just like, gotta go. It's like, oh yeah, Lana, I get that. It's like I just, I just gotta go. Because I wasn't supposed to be here in the first place. It'd been awesome if he tripped while walking out, and that would have made me laugh even harder. <laughs> and now we're getting to the next scene where Seth once again is flirting with his abilities, and now he is pulling over a metal cart towards him. He is giggling as if it's something special. Cutting to the next scene, we are now at the Kent house. Clark looking at the fridge, seeing what's inside, and now we have Jonathan walking through the door, saying hello to his beautiful wife, and says, uh-oh, I know something's wrong, because he ain't grabbing the last slice of pie, fatty. So that means, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that Clark ate that entire pie, <laughs> and no one has had a slice, so they're just like, there's one left, just let him have it. Oh, fat ass ain't eating the pie. <laughs> oh, you're not going to eat the last slice of pie that you already ate, Clark? Sugar. wrong. <laughs> you know, when you're dating Lana, you're eating all the pies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. He wasn't home for three months, so I guess, you know, they had to eat the pies then. They were getting too used to that. They didn't make them. There was just an old one sitting in the fridge for a long time. But now what we have is Jonathan then telling once again, Clark, come on, tell us what's wrong. Clark says it's nothing. They both look at him like he's crazy. Okay, so Seth he, Nelson asked out Lana. Yeah, we're going to brush over this because this is some little crybaby shit here because... No, you know why it's not crybaby shit? Because his parents actually make him realize, Clark, you can't have your cake and eat it too. That's right. Yeah, that's why I want to... Yeah, it's some crybaby shit. It's like, it's like it's common sense, dude. Well, I just... But see, the thing is, too, he knew that. He walked out the hospital. No, Joseph. I just <laughs> didn't think she would say yes in front of me. Well, if she said yes, something must be wrong. Because that's how Clark's going to th- take it. And I love John. And having to say, listen, Clark, jealousy is a tough emotion to grasp. I'm not jealous! <laughs> Dad, I'm not jealous! What? And John's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, and then, of course, Clark's like, okay, maybe a little. <laughs> it's actually a pretty funny scene. Look, she asked her out, he asked her out in front of me. And I didn't think she would say yes, but she did. It was hard to believe. Clark! You made a really tough decision, son. But yeah, you you didn't want to put Lana in danger, and we get that because of your whole lifestyle. And obviously, I mean, like we're j- just as much in danger. We can't be handing that out to everyone. So only to Pete, only to <laughs> Pete, who is never in these episodes, only for one scene hold nowadays. On, hold on, Joseph. Well, we found out with last episode though, with going back to 1961, Pete wasn't a good friend. No, 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 no. So that's why I think because, you know, they were testing it out because the entire season, Pete only came in for one part and he was usually important too. And so (laughs) when they finally got him in for maybe half the episode, he was not being a good friend. So they're like, okay, Pete, we're going to go, we're going to go back to the drawing board. You're going to get out again. You're just going to leave you out. You're going to come in for one scene and that scene's later on. We'll come back to that. But I'm not going to lie. He really was such a dick. No, dude. Yeah. He has no redemption right now. Like it's no redemption. He's on hiatus. So, (laughs) and so of course, yeah, he gets the lecture from the parents. Now we're going back to the torch. 
nine years at the torch nine, where Chloe yeah, so is now years. being Come able on. to work on the latest issue where who she believes is now walking into her office is Clark saying of course you're late as always but guess what take a seat I need you but it turns out it's not Clark and instead it's Mr. Lex Luthor Ooh, he's ne- he's never in here to be honest he never is and Chloe by the way I honestly, and this is not even me just saying this just because, you know, I've attached myself. No, it's not. (laughs) But I feel bad that it's both Luthers coming at her. Dude. What? What is bad? We're going to get into it because, dude, I also give her this. Dude, we're 16 years old, 17 years old. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Nine years at the torch says otherwise. And also... But that's just a hobby. This... Okay, um, now is my column on the Daily Planet now a hobby? I don't think so. Yeah, you can still write good stuff. I'm sure I had some friends who were writing some good stuff, but their common sense was How pretty shot. How dare you? She is obviously the top writer in the entire i'm, I'm gonna give the state of kansas i'm not diminishing point. her writing skills it Taylor. seems I'm like you're about... wondering why they would be threatening a 16 year old but this is why it's because no, she's so it damn Chloe good being basically too naive for her own good because we are 16 years years old we're in junior we're in junior high bro sorry not junior high we're juniors in high school we're like clark we don't know what the hell we're talking about uh, the problem is, though, she's the smartest 16-year-old. She's That's, Velma. If, yeah, if anything, this is just bad on her. Dude. We've Sorry. given So now she's being punished for being a genius. God, and <laughs> Clark is not because he's dumb. The moves she has made have not been genius moves. But Lex, yeah, it's come to my attention that you've been checking into my father. And Chloe's just like trying to basically brush it off, but she knows she's getting caught here. I saw your name on the county log records. He's like, yeah, that that was just a story I was writing for him on the torch. Oh, yeah? A story that involves obscure childhood medical records? Just uh, trying to be thorough, silly goose. Uh, the mark of a good reporter. And I hate that Lex said this. And, and you, you are, are a good reporter, Chloe. You son of a bitch, but Lex. Lex. You dude, sack of but shit. Because he knows, dude. He's a genius, bro. He's like, dude... You're not going to pull this shit with me. Like, I'm about to get to it's the It's not of this. even that. It's more like he's being very condescending with it, being like, you're not going to be able to fool me. You know what? Chloe can't fool you. She's been fooling you this entire time, Baldy. Kind of. It's like so good that my father managed to pull strings now because, I mean, he's just, if anything, it's not a matter of, you know, getting over like this. It's more so because it's through Lionel. They just been doing it in the dark, man. Lex has been in the dark. I mean, he's only been looking at the torch, so why would he technically think, you know, Chloe's really part of this? And he didn't really put two and two together and find out that she has a column now at the Daily Planet thanks to his father. So now he's wanting to be able to connect those dots. It, ju- on- it just shows that he's only paying attention to the torch and not the Daily Planet. You want to know why? I know why, Taylor. You're going to tell me why? Nine years... <laughs> own columns say it i said it (laughs) i said it okay say it out loud (laughs) and so now he's basically saying why are you digging so deeply into my father's past when you're just a high school reporter and chloe she's making the face she's caught here and lex knows that maybe i'll just ask him at dinner tonight you know what lex you can do that because i don't think you're going to since that would then mean that he would know that you are also looking into the past and trying to find records on your father yeah but hey guess what this is my family at least i'm prepared to find out what i'm gonna find out 
That's you, great, but your father's threatened me several times. <laughs> but she hasn't said that yet. That's fine, but that's what she's thinking Lex, on the inside. Lex is only thinking that this is just a little kid getting in to her father because maybe Lionel bribed her in some way, did something. And that's what he's thinking. So, or again, you, naive on. child Do you reporter. think that Lex believes that she is actually trying to cover it up for him? Hmm. And that is why he gave her that column at the Daily Planet, and that's what Lex is trying to put two and two together. I mean, it's really up in the air, because we technically don't know what Lex is thinking. Because he even says, look, no matter what you're doing, you're in the middle of a dangerous game here. Because the whole town knows me and Daddy play very weird games here. Yeah, they play, again, they play chess while everyone else plays shoots and ladders. The problem is... Their chess game spills out. It's like the... I love the Harry Potter references. It's like the chessboard in Harry Potter, where now there's pieces that blow up that then debris falls into people's faces where they are caught in the fire. So the game that the Luthers play is deadly to everybody. The problem is they then bring in others. They then make like, ha-ha, look at this pawn. It's really disturbing. That's more like Lionel. He's laughing. Lex is just like, sorry. Well, no, you know Didn't what it mean is? For that to happen. Lex is behind the eight ball. He's behind his dad and now learning what you have to do to be on top. He's now discovering, oh, you have to bribe everybody in town. Yeah. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the Talon right now because it's Smallville's best cappuccino. That's a damn lie. How do you know? <laughs> Just kidding. Lex has admitted he can't do a cappuccino. Apparently, it's only Lana. But so we go to the town. We have Clark walking in. Lana, hey. And so now he says, I'm sorry. He says, Does he owe her an apology? He does. He does. He owes her an apology. For what, Taylor? It's this simple. If a girl said that she couldn't be with me, and that I, like, even though, like, I'm trying to get with her, blah, blah, blah. And she says, I can't get with you. But then whenever I flirt with the girl or I'm at a hospital with the girl and agree to go you to a date. should have never been there. She storms off and acts like this? Come on. That deserves an apology. So You're we're not, not allowed to have both. So we're not going to think that Lana should maybe say, hey, I shouldn't have brought you there. No, because he shouldn't have shown up. <laughs> Oh, so it's all on Clark. Hold on, hold on. He would do anything for Lana. I asked you earlier what you thought the phone call was. So you think, hold on. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Did she lie? <laughs> I'm at the hospital. Why are you there? I don't know. Just come. <laughs> That'd be even worse that would if she was actually it, yeah. at the hospital already. And she was like, Clark, you'll never guess what happens. Like, oh, you're at the hospital? I'll be right there. That's what I mean. Yes, what was the phone call? Maybe he was too high, and he was just hurt hospital and Lana, and he was just like, damn it, I gotta get there. Hey, Lana, what's up? Oh, it's Seth. Come in the room with Spaghetti me? boy? <laughs> I'm losing a noodles? <laughs> I'm losing a spaghetti guy? But he does admit to Lana now, okay, it did bother me whenever Seth asked you out, but I have to get used to the idea that you're going to want to be dating other people. Lana then gets awkward instead of standing by her. 
her saying yes because now she obviously yeah and she apologizes back and she's weirded out because she cannot remember exactly why she did say yes to Seth. Yeah, so basically, she, yeah, she's like, I'm sorry, I actually owe you an apology too. I didn't want that to happen in front of you. But you're like, you know, truthfully, I don't know why I agreed to go out with Seth. Maybe I was just subconsciously trying to make you jealous. And I wish she would have said it with more of confidence versus now it seems like she's doubting her even saying yes and making him jealous. Where now Clark is like, Oh, she really does still like me. You don't deserve this. But then now we're, we need to go to our theory here. How long is this detraction? Because now she's questioning, like, why did I do that? But then it goes back to our problem with the other villains in the past. They seem to get their abilities. Like, it seems to be lasting longer and longer and longer as they keep going. Thank God they improve on this later. Or Sean and his freezer hose, it went in reverse. Yeah, so Clark's like, so you actually are into him. Yeah, he's like, so you actually are into him. And Lana's like, I mean, he's a really nice guy. I mean, there's not really any sparks. Because he likes comic books. Ew. GameCubes. I'm sick to my fucking stomach. God, Clark, can you shovel more shit? (laughs) God, I missed your smells, Clark. I missed your smell. (laughs) Um, so, So now... Clark is saying, Lana, I know I should stay out of it, but if you don't feel that way about Seth, it's not right to lead him on. Okay, Clark. What is... And she then feels bad about it, where then she realizes, you're right. Seth then walks in and says, hey, are you ready to go on our date? Lana is completely thrown off, says, oh my God, hi. Walks over to Seth, wanting to say... Hey, she's this, about to break the whole she's thing. She's about to break up with him, essentially. Can we please go and sit down at this table right now? And Clark's like secretly like looking away, like, dope. He's like, hell yeah, I My told girl's you. back. Yeah, I can't wait for her to worship me. And so Lana sits him down, which is actually pretty cool. She's about to be honest with this man. Hey, look, I shouldn't have said yes, but I can't. I really am sorry. Can't go out with you. And Seth, Seth is like cool you know what so it's no problem it's just that you're always busy so you know just thought i'd ask but you owe it to yourself to take a break and so he touches her on the shoulder this time yep but it's over the clothes and and yet it still works and he knows how to hit the right spot every single time where now she is giddy to be able to go out with him and she looks at the waitress and says hey you're gonna cover me bitch (laughs) this is the worst manager I'm sorry. Lana's done this multiple times. Multiple times. And so, yeah. And so Clark is thrown off once again because Lana said, yeah, you know what? I'll go out. I will go out with you. And so now we're holding hands already. It- Seth and Lana are holding hands, going back to the carnival. It's like, I didn't know we could get in uh, if it's closed. It's like, well, turn around. I got a surprise. And so now Seth is going to use his powers. In I, a weird way. Dude. I hate what what is going on I with hate the hands? How he uses it, I hate it. He's putting now his two fists together. He's, He's hip- doing alligator hands, but without being flat. Yeah, and it looks okay. It looks like PyCon doing a thunder flash, but your hands are touching Come in the DBC? other way. Yeah, man, I'm trying to go back <laughs> even further here. I gotta keep making this relatable. Man, shout out the '90s. But also, his hands, in a way, look like a Kamehameha, except they're forward. And for some reason, that's how he's able to break the lock to the gate, to the Fiesta yeah, I want, Texas. I want our listeners to visualize, if you haven't seen the episode just yet. Yeah, put your fist together. <laughs> one on top of another. One underhand, one overhand. That's how you do magnetism. 
do it at home. While you're driving. Yeah, <laughs> while you're driving. We don't believe in 10 and 2, bro. We don't believe in 10 and 2. We believe in touching. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up opening the gate. It opens. And everything's still shut off. Hold so on. Why doesn't he, whenever she goes, hey, how did you do that? Oh, it just fell off. Not, hey, can you keep a secret? I have powers. Why wouldn't you just say, like, you know how to break a lock? Yeah. Real bad boy of you. And Lana secretly does like bad boys. You know who I love to always interrupt date night, though? We have Mr. This, Stalker. This is you, bro. <laughs> he is Clark Kent sneaking in from behind as they are walking through the fair. He is now going to be stalking Lana on her wonderful date night with Seth. He does not know Seth has powers. No. He has no idea. But. But. We were just at the talent, right? And he, she was obviously with him. Like, you're right. I shouldn't lead him on. And he overheard, yeah, I'm about to break this date off. I'm about to break this date off with Seth. But all of a sudden, hey, yeah, I will go out with you. Uh, cover for me. So would you as a guy, I mean, would you not think maybe something's a little off here? I'll put it to you this way. I would probably go up to this point. I don't think I would go into the Fiesta Texas theme park right now. I'm with now you there. I'll because you there. if I were to see that it's a real date, and this is because he obviously works here, maybe has a special spot there, I wouldn't want to watch what's going on. Clark's biggest problem is doing things like that. His it's biggest like, problem is Clark? Just, just, yeah, <laughs> Clark's just being Clark. Yeah. I will give him this, though. This is much better than Nocturne in last season. He wasn't waiting at 4 a.m. in the graveyard. This was clearly right after the talent, probably at a good time, 7 or 8 o'clock. So you're only giving him the benefit of doubt because of the time of night? Yes. <laughs> because this is purely like, okay, let me see what's up with this guy. Maybe see if he's okay. But it's not like, oh, I'm going to wait all night for you because we all know Superman secretly doesn't need sleep, or does he? Oh, yeah, we established that in uh, Slumber. We yeah, established that in Slumber. Exactly. And obviously with Clark then following them on date night, I love Seth in this scene up until a certain point, and we'll get to it. But what he does is decide to go up to the Ferris wheel, uses his magnetic ability to be able to turn it on. All the lights are shining. It is actually very cool, a very great idea for a date night. But see, this is the thing here. It's magnetism, right? We've only seen metal work. Shh, stop what you're trying to say. <laughs> How is it going to work to power things on? The metal handles. That's all I got for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to explain any further than that. <laughs> I'm not going to. I mean, that's true. I mean, if you're turning something that's metal, a switch, it's probably going to switch other things on. You're probably right. But it's like... He would also know, too, because he did work here, even though he wasn't on rides and he was on games. Now, do you want to draw your comparisons now? Because there have been references here that this guy is similar to DC Comics character Cosmic Boy. But Legion of Superheroes, I just don't want to touch. Yeah, we on don't. It. We won't touch that. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not even a clear reference because there's not even a legitimate source saying, "Oh, this was inspired by Cosmic Boy." It's just drawing comparison. Back to date night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they have now turned it on, and Lana is saying, "Oh my God, how are you able to do this?" Well, it turns out I have some type of ability that's able to make me use magnet. Or magnetism. Right. Lana then says, oh my God, thank you for sharing your secret with me. Yeah, I'll take my panties off now. You're not scared of what I'm telling you? Obviously now for the past few episodes, we have now
now seeing Lana being very accepting of others' abilities. So it's also like this season is trying to laugh in Clark's face, calling him an idiot. Yeah, I mean, no, dude, that's actually, I'll, I'll give you that because that was during the show's establishment and also after it was all done and, you know, when the whole Clark and Lana thing, you know, ceases eventually, is that that was their biggest problem, man. His, the biggest problem in their relationship was Clark. Just be open, bro. Or stop chasing her. It's so simple. And that's why I really do believe so far this season... Because it all started with Clark, his lies. He couldn't be honest. And that's who I think the villain is so far. He is going to be hard to beat overall this season. I did nominate him last season. Maybe this is his season. You may have been a year too early here. (laughs) I just don't think this is the Clark that I'm going to support. Because even on date night here... Where we have Seth then obviously using the metal handle to be able to make the Ferris wheel work. Clark is in the background still watching this. I would be leaving at this point. Yeah. This is not for me. Lana is still giggling to Seth saying this is amazing. Seth says, I found us the perfect seat. Let us get in. It's seat number 10. (laughs) They now get into the cart. This is a very romantic scene. I'm extremely jealous. I wish this was more of my first type of date. Instead, I usually went to a movie because that's my style. And now we go up to the very top. He is still obviously controlling everything. And now Lana is telling him about her life story of her wanting to be able to leave Smallville, which also goes back to What's-Her-Face from 1961, also wanting to leave Smallville. Louise. Is Lana secretly like Louise? Um, it runs in the family. <laughs> it runs, it's in the blood. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because like I've noticed that he keeps touching her. So I'm wondering, you know, obviously if he keeps touching her, that attraction still keeps up. But is up. he doing it still? I don't know. I just assume at this point if he's touching her, he's he's doing it. And that's why I also want to see is like, is it have to be touching her or is it at this point since they would be like hip hip? I know, because technically, I mean, yeah, he does touch her, but it's like, as soon as he gets a little close, it's already showing that static, you know? So it's like, do you even have to be touching her? What if it just has to be close proximity? And that's what I mean by Seth, at this point, doesn't even know his own abilities on what emotion he's being able to control and how long this is going to last. Yeah. He's just going for it right away. And now where Seth, after Lana reveals she wants to leave Smallville, Seth says, I've never felt so close to you. He then turns he up the juice. Yeah, he does. So, yeah. And now weird. we see the static shock on her shoulder. They start making out. By the way, oh, God. We have Mr. Stalker jumping the fence. He's going. running. <laughs> he, like he needs to save someone. And oh, it's like, it's uh, like he smelled kissing. Also, <laughs> Oh my god. It's like, oh my god. Wait, Lana's kissing someone. He heard kissing. Hey, all I'm going to say here... No, 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 no. He doesn't have the hearing yet. Stop it. But I will say, when they were kissing, Lana wasn't kissing like she usually does. You know, she, you know, I noticed she never kissed Whitney like that, nor she did kiss Seth like that, like how she kissed Clark. And we all know how Lana kisses Clark. Yeah, she swallows the man whole. Yeah, because that's all she wants. Yeah, that's very true. She like has he's to, a meal. She has to get as much farm boy as she can. Mm. But I'm actually all for the makeout here. Clark is now standing right below the Ferris wheel, just walking, watching this with his X-ray vision. And now, <laughs> maybe Seth crosses the fucking line, and he decides to just fucking go for it. And let me use the metal on her top 
and I'm going to zip it down and try to get some titty action tonight on the first date. Yo. What the hell, Seth? I was cheering for you. You know, I will say, you know, nowadays. What? Like, no, no, no. Like, first dates, I mean, this shit, this type of shit can happen. Whole nine. I mean, but I'm just saying nowadays, but yes, this is out of line back then, bro. I'm even saying that. Especially is, on traditional standards. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I'm saying this is out of line automatically. You want to know why? She's got to be the one to unzip it. If I'm giving her this good of a night, come That's on. true. I shouldn't have to be the one to unzip this. But see, this just shows like, it's almost showing the little villain side of him because he's got the power. It's like, oh, I can like do whatever I want. But now let's go further in your theory. Does this then enhance his horniness for her now that he has a kryptonite power? And we also got to think about the theory that Lana herself's the meteor freak, and she has that attraction, you know? So it's like... That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's... You know, I feel you. It's it's definitely a little out of line there. Um, first date, we just had a kiss. Like, <laughs> we just kissed. And now, what happens... So, with the Ferris wheel, it immediately stops, and it's, now they start shaking. It's like, like it's just shaking, back. Like, it immediately stops, so there's, like, a little whiplash there. Do you think so. it's, like, a malfunction or something, or did you just think it was a small whiplash from the ride itself? You know what I think? I don't know. I think... I don't know, because I'm, I, I want to say maybe it's Seth's powers that he has to maybe keep controlling it, or maybe... And his mind was distracted, was distracted thinking of titties. Was, yeah, thinking of titties, dude. I'd be yeah. distracted. I'm going to mouth that titty. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's titties mine. That titties mine. And it's like, that could be the case, or really it's just an old machine, maybe it does that. And so now... Clark hears the scream. He's like, oh, Lana's just like... He thinks it's like she's scared, but she's actually laughing. She's like, Seth, you're crazy. Oh, my God. Ah, what's happening? He he doesn't hear that, though, but he magically just hears the scream, even though she's laughing extremely loud. It's that typical shit where it's like, oh, I heard a scream. Oh, I thought you were... It's like, oh, I thought you were falling. Let me grab your ass type thing. You know, wait, you haven't done that. <laughs> and so, like, he pulls it down, and of course, immediately, Lana and Seth are like, "What the hell, man?" He's like, "Well, Clark, what are you doing here?" It's like, "Well, um, I heard screaming." Uh, Clark, I didn't see any type of switch go off, and the switch is still in the ghost, like yeah, in the go. still in the go mode here. Uh, Clark- what switch? What switch? Clark immediately says, uh, do you guys know that uh, it's not working? Seth immediately says, Clark, the park is closed. What are you doing here, farm boy? Okay, Seth. Um, wh- Yeah, it is closed. Did you follow us here? Lana is looking at Clark like she is disgusted. <laughs> yeah, and of course... Um, are, are you, you stalking me? me? Yes. She finally asked the man the question. Seth immediately grabs Lana and says... <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We gotta play it out. We gotta yeah. play it out. But no, she says to Clark or to Seth, we gotta go. Let's get out of yeah, here. And, and Seth says, better find a new hobby, Clark. <laughs> and of course, as they're walking away... Seth is like, you actually dated that loser? Lana laughs and says, yeah. What? I'm just going to let you know this right My now. My feelings are hurt. No, no, no. I'm done. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm never chasing this I'm girl again. I'm never wanting to talk to Lana. Because where did that come from? Didn't come that from a good place. the attraction to Seth. Nope. No, it was not. Because that's all just... I don't even know what you want to call it, just brain but shit. But that's what I mean. How would that ever be horniness for Seth making that joke and laughing about it? 
Why did Lana agree that Clark is a loser? I am hurt for Clark. My feelings are hurt. Let me get this straight. You know, a lot of the wrong things that Clark did, yeah. Very uh, douchebag. Asshole. Not loser. Let me get this straight. Let me tell you something about Clark. Hold on. She doesn't want GameCube comics, and now the farm boy's a loser? What's your type? I'm confused. Do you like girls? What if they like GameCube? Uh, do you like Chloe? <laughs> I was genuinely bothered by that. I, I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? Um, <coughs> again, why would, me. why would I ever be wanting to talk to Lana ever again at this point if I'm Clark? I'm obviously done. I'm going to go back to my girl, Chloe, because that's who obviously wants me. Clark really should just put his head in the dirt at this point and just let Lana go. I'll kill myself. <laughs> I don't know that far. No, I just Give got me the kryptonite again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the bathtub. <laughs> I'll be in the bathtub. Full Hannah Baker this time. <laughs> but dude... Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Here you go. We go back to Smallville Heights. The, obviously, it's the next. It's the next day, I guess, because we were at the weekend carnival. Monday happened, and now we're on Tuesday. I assume. I just want to know. Whenever you get kryptonite powers, do you shop at the same store? Dude. Do you like just say, you know what? I need all black. All black signifies that you have gone bad boy mode. I'm just not a lab partner This is anymore. my villain origin story. I'm the man. Yeah. Let me go get my Hanes black tea. <laughs> so, we go back to Smallville High. Fruit of the High. loom. <laughs> yeah. Smallville High. And, okay. This man Seth is closing his locker with his magnet powers. He's in front of the locker and he still manually puts his lock on. Why do we do that? Clark says, nice trick. Hey, how did you do that, though? I'm big into magic. <laughs> Lord, you know he was very interested. He's like, yo, I need that. I need that for my me. next date. I've been thinking about my next date. I don't know who, but I know they'll be impressed. And it's like, hey, yeah, um, you know, if you can, f you, you know, you can follow me around. Maybe you'll find out. So that's why I lost to this guy. His <laughs> tricks were better than mine. <laughs> This is like David Blaine competing yeah. with uh, Chris, Angel. Chris Angel, dude. I don't know who's who. But um, so he's like, you can control metal objects, can't you, Seth? And he's like, so you got some kind of hold over Lana? Hate to poke a little hole in your theory, but uh, Lana's not made out of steel. It's like, okay. He, but I love the little pat on the shoulder. I'll see you later, bud. Oh, oh man, nothing drives me crazy. And what I love is that Seth's even telling Clark, listen, I'm not forcing her to do anything. I'm just a persuasive guy. Why did you say that, Seth? Yeah. Um, That's red flag. Yeah, I'm just a persuasive guy. Oh, you put roofies in her? <laughs> I was going to say, is it my fault they just pass out around me? I might have threw him against the locker at that point. Yeah, that was such a bad line where, once again, how does Seth go from wanting a crush with Lana to then wanting to take her top off on the first date. You're you're feeding my theory here because as far as we've known, uh, Seth probably grew up as a normal kid. I mean, he was sp spelling his crush's name out with spaghetti in sixth grade. Uh, I believe his parents ought to be normal. I haven't heard a thing about his parents yet, but... No, yeah, they don't he, exist. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Most parents don't exist in Smallville. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're all orphans. Meteor shower killed them all. 
not just one set of parents, thousands. All of them. Yeah. That's why bringing it up again, even though we did in the van episode, the Jimmy Neutron could be based on Smallville. Yo, no, I think Jimmy Neutron was first. What? No. I think Jimmy Neutron was like 01 or 02. I think it was 01, 02. I think so too, but I think Smallville was first. Are you saying the parents think Damn, they were first? Everything's just copying Smallville, huh? That's what it is. Because Adventureland was 07 or 08. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was complete copying of a scene. <laughs> that was not even close. And so, of course, it's like Clark is basically, it's like, I'm not going to let you force Lana to be with you. And so it's like, look, Lana's ever, ever thought about, okay? Ever since, you know, I was a kid. And now she's mine. You're just going to have to deal with that. And Clark's now being macho. I'm warning you, Seth. Stay away from Lana. And I'm warning you, bud. Leave us alone. Look at this magic trick. Oh. <laughs> All the paranormal activities showed up at Smallville High, closing All the cabinets. All the lockers have shut, and Seth says, suck on that, nerd. By the way, that would not have impressed me at all if I was Clark. Instead, I would have been like, I'm just going to push you now. I hate this kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to hit him. Yeah, and so now we leave that, and so okay. we go to the, all right, yeah. we go to your scene <laughs> all right. here. So, so we I, go to the Smallville Hospital again, and to the medical records office. And I want everybody to understand that Chloe is now taking supreme numero uno hey, this is, of this is this is your season. scene, dude. You go for it. And now we have Chloe and Clark in the medical facility looking for records over the MRI and of Seth of when he was staying there. Now, Clark is then saying to Chloe, listen, I just know something is up. You got to trust me. Chloe then believing, come on, Clark. This isn't just because somebody has a crush on Lana. You can't just be doing this for everybody. Maybe she genuinely likes him. No, she doesn't. She can't like anyone but me. That's what he's thinking. They have nothing in common. And I love, by the way. This may be one of the greatest things I've ever seen, Chloe. She goes, shh, what are you doing? Yeah, because he starts raising his voice, and it's like, dude, what are you doing? And (laughs) she laughs at him. And it's because he then says, listen, he's always been around her, and now all of a sudden, she's just changed. He's always been around, but they barely know each other, you know? And except for the past two years, you could be uh, describing yourself. I found it, Chloe. Yeah, he's just like Dude, done because sass. he knows. See, what's crazy is that he knows he's wrong in these little little he instances, does. and no, it's this like whole episode he does. And Chloe's just showing him like, "Yo," and he's like, "I found it, Chloe. Shut up." And, and well, Chloe even laughs at him because it's like. Ugh. What a boy. He's such a boy, dude. She's looking at him like, I can't believe I have a crush on you. And then he's... <laughs> oh, go- she believes it. Uh, maybe right now. Now they're going through the records of Seth where they see the electromagnetic in the MRI machine may have caused some type of reaction with him. Now Chloe is saying, well, that would then explain his reaction to be able to control the magnetics into people's brains. Yeah, because, yeah, the magnetism or his brain scan had shown off the charts, and so we can check on the electromagnetism in the body. Maybe it's affecting that. So, great. Scooby-Doo gang on point once again. They've been good this season. Oh, they've been on point. They've been very good this season. Chloe and Clark have the great relationship. It actually hasn't just been Chloe. I'm sorry. Daphne, Velma have had the best relationship this season that I've ever seen, where now before they're able to go back to the torch, we have a doctor walking in, and Chloe pulls a black widow and slams Clark up against the bookshelf, starts making out with him. They are grabbing. I don't know if Clark realized at first. 
what he, was going on and but he didn't see did you see yeah, his hand placement that's what i mean because he you know if you're pushing away like oh what are you doing you put it in front yeah, i right? agree i you agree push him up like yo what are you doing but he wrapped his arms around her yeah because yes like you said he she pulled a black widow basically just covert ops here a doctor walks in they're not supposed to be in this room she immediately just obviously finds a cover up here pins him against the cabinets makes out with him and then the was, doctor's like, "By the way, what, what other are y'all ex- doing? What other excuse do you have in this situation? You can't. I'm not like you're I'm, no one's supposed to be in here unless you're an official." And I was like, "She may have taken advantage of the moment, but also I don't know what else she would be able oh, to do." Oh, it worked in her favor so good. Well, because, she is honestly, blustered. Yes. Oh yeah, she's like, blustered, but it's like, like, but it's like, oh wow, that was nice. Like I'm sober, I'm not influenced here. This is purely just doing that, but it worked out because damn, I wanted to do that. Um, and now. She says, oh, we're sorry. We were just taking a break as we were going candy stripping. And now we are going to be leaving now. This is a hospital, young lady. Volunteering is hard work, and you're making a mockery out of it. Get out of here. Yeah, no make-out sessions. Uh, you do your volunteer work. Clark doesn't know what to do, and Chloe looks at him, gives the... Ah, she's adorable. Gives that smile and says, a good reporter has to think on their feet. Does a skip out of the room, gives him another flirty smile like, I'll see you at the torch. Clark is still weak in the knees. He has a boner. He is like, I need a minute right now. Look at his reaction to this. Look, he's covering his boner. He's reacting harder than Chloe did, by the way. Oh, he's hard, all right. He, yeah, but he (laughs) reacted more to that than she did. You know, the thing is with that reaction is because he's so just caught up with Lana, as always. But then he gets a surprise kiss from a girl that's always just been there, obviously is into him. And it's like, wow. I think he's truly thinking like, that was a nice change of pace. Do you think that maybe it was maybe because it was like a no strings attached one? Oh, for sure. Where you that was knew like that it wasn't going to be resulting in anybody's hurt feelings. Oh, dude, anyone watching this episode can see that that was a completely mutual yes. understanding there. That was just oh, I mean, yeah, you're right. What would we? we what, and maybe what, that's what why. Would he, what would we say? And as maybe an that's why he was turned on. Yeah, it's just like, damn, she is quick on her feet. Huh? <laughs> like. Hey, uh, do you want to get to maybe the shittiest person in the episode again? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love her so much. Her name's Lana Lang. Uh, she takes after Louise. Um, oh, before you go on, I just have to give a shout-out. Shout-out real quick here, because you're doing your shout-outs. Jesse, this is your girl. This is who you've been sticking up for. That's right. I want you to hear what Joseph is about to say about That's her. right. Half of the Kieslich bros, man. So I hope you're listening because one of them really loves Lana, okay? And I get it sometimes. But Not now here. we have Lana showing up to the barn waiting for the guy who lives here. Dude. I'm so tired of her unannounced, bro. <laughs> like, is she just is she always going up to the parents to say, "Hey, I'm away for Clark in the barn," or is she just going straight to the barn? She's like, going straight to the barn. He'll be here eventually. She knows that he's always going to be looking through his telescope. She knows that that's his thing. That like his going to bed thing. You know how people like to listen to ASMR, or they like to be able to have like the rain sounds, whatever. L- Lana knows that Clark's thing is to look at the stars. So that's why she knows to wait in the barn. I just hate her reaction to it, where this also goes back to, is Seth near her right now? 
How long was Seth holding her That's right now? That's what I'm talking about, dude. And that, that, yeah. And so she, she gets up. She, Clark shows up. It's like, so first you stalk us, and now I'm hearing about how you threatened uh, Seth to not see me anymore. And it's like, well, Lana, like, look, we just found found out it somehow has to. It, that accident he had made him magnetic. And she's like, I know that Clark. He showed me. He's been completely honest about his abilities, and I think it's fucking cool. <laughs> Clark is now like, oh no, he did? Well, it's not just metal, though. <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah, he's making you like him. Don't be ridiculous. Your brain's like a circuit board, Lana. Look, have you talked to Chloe about this? He is touching the magnetic impulses in your brain. It's like he's a giant magnet. Yeah, so, sorry, to correct myself. So, he's like, look, me and Chloe checked out his MRI scans. They were off the charts. Like, I'm telling you, he has a magnetism, even with people. And she's like, you talked to Chloe about this? It's like, I'm sorry, what does that matter? Does that matter? They're best friends. Maybe it's because Chloe came home. No, because Chloe would have been at the torch. So, they wouldn't have been able to talk to each other right now. I don't know why that would have been a big deal, considering Chloe's always been supportive of Lana going and with Seth. She's best friends at this point now with both of them, so why wouldn't she be the middle person? But that's what I mean by, with this whole Seth controls the magnetic impulses in the brain and controlling somehow even her getting upset with Chloe. He is controlling emotions that he shouldn't been able to. It's like he truly is playing a circuit board. Yeah. And he's able to pull whichever wires he thinks is going to be able to control her. It's like it's a puppeteer type of deal, but yet that's not his ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 weird. And so, and so, Lana even makes the point because Clark keeps trying to make his case here, and is like Lana's like, look, he's not here right now. He's not making me attracted right now. So, oh my God! And Clark, I just want you to know. I have never had stronger feelings for anybody. Ever. Why? Okay. Dude, that's strike two. That, that might be three. That's three. The comics in the GameCube thing was two alone. That's true because We would have let the car go, but not the other Because you know two. what's crazy is Clark likes cars and comics. He does. Actually, I didn't even put that together with the vehicle. I'll get him on the video games because we don't ever see him do that. Only when he has red kryptonite and he steals it. Yeah, I guess bad boy is video games. Well, we figured out how dumb Cal is. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah. It's actually, it adds up. Surprised he doesn't play more games since he's smoking all the time. Also, this is another red flag for me, though, if I'm Clark, where I'm not going to talk to her ever again. So, if the girl that I saw who was in love with Whitney and who sent him off while he went to his duty and he died and she is looking at me saying that she has never felt stronger for anybody ever before where i know for a fact that whitney and me are the only two guys she's ever talked to um she's a bitch that and seth overshot himself a little bit here with this one yeah and of course feelings hurt once again and it's like the longer he's around you, the longer it affects you. So we got a confirmation there. If you don't want to date me, Clark, that's fine. But don't make up some crazy theory. Listen. So I don't go out with anyone. And <sighs> and like he's 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 being legitimate. It's not it. It's like, look, who I date is none of your business. So uh yeah. Lana, Seth is dangerous. I don't want to hear it. We're not You're together. dangerous, Clark. He is. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But hold on. They're dangerous together. <sighs> Nicodemus Lana, Red Kryptonite Clark, a.k.a. Cal. Dude. Dream couple. They would destroy the Earth. That's Klana. <laughs> Klana, baby. And so... Now, we go to the torch where Chloe was going to go. I believe this is right after the hospital. Again, how is the torch open? It's nighttime. I, I absolutely hate this scene because Chloe then walks into her torch office and everything is destroyed. She puts her hands over her face. Is like, oh, my God. Again. All of a sudden. this has happened like twice now. That's what I mean. This happened, I think, three times. I think this is the third. Yes. And that's why whenever Mason now walks in... The P.I. Likes his P.I. Here's my other issue with it. She tries to then call the cops. He says, you know what? You do that because the first question they're going to ask is why a person like me would be breaking into a child's office. Yeah, um, I think they're only going to take you away. I don't think they're going to take this 16-year-old girl away. I think they're going to take you away, especially if she calls up saying a man's trying to murder me. Look at my office. I've been attacked. Yeah, and it's like, who the hell are you? I could be getting killed right now. And it's like, yeah, why would a guy like me break into a high school newspaper? Whatever could I be looking for, huh? And she's like, who are you? What do you want? It's like, eh, let's just say I'm working for someone who's interested in the same thing you are. And it's like, okay. Chloe, which Luther sent you? It's like, dude, this guy lifts up the whole last computer hard drive, plugs it out. I'm sorry, he would have corrupted that shit. Joseph. You can't just do that. You can't just unplug it. Joseph. Why did you trash my fucking office if you were just going to take this fucking hard drive? Yeah, I'd be pissed at Lex, dude. I'd be like, dude, you better come fix this. Like, at least pick up. Why did you trash it? Just take the hard drive. Yeah, bro. And he, he just leaves with the entire computer, and that's it. And Chloe just says nothing, but it's like, whatever. And the guy's just like, you have a nice night. Adios, P.I. That's actually the last time we'll see him. We see him a little later, but... Don't ruin it. Sorry. But let's get into Seth now once again trying to get some titty action. Dude, all right. (laughs) Lana, are we on the clock? Are we we prepping for opening? Here's also my other problem now. I'm going to keep getting into this because it's still involving Seth and his ability. I'm sorry, folks. You got to buckle in. Seth is now making out with Lana up against a pillar inside of the Talon. He then tells her, I got to say, I like the new Lana. I took your advice and splurged on a new wardrobe. So they shop at the same store. All the villains. So he told her, I want you to buy all black. That's right. I want you to be my trinity to my Neo. The only... (laughs) That would have been amazing if he actually did say that. (laughs) Yeah, Matrix already came out, so... I could do a fashion show for you if you want, Seth. And now they start giggling and making out once again. And they're getting rougher and rougher. But Seth backs away and says, you know what? How you said that you've always wanted to get out of here? Let's get out of here. She looks at him like he's crazy. Why do all the villains keep doing this with Lana? Why can't you just stay in Smallville and be happy? What is up with Lana and this weird fascination of, I gotta get out of Smallville. I hate this place. It's like, dude, you're a junior in high school, bro. It's like... At least, yeah, your life kind of sucks. I mean, I get it, actually. Yeah. At it. least Luis was cradle robbing, right? So <laughs> Lana still has a few years to go before she can reach that status. That's true. Apparently, yeah. Luis was only like 20-something. Lana looks at him, though, and says, are you serious? And then he grabs her arm. See, s- then at this point, I'm convinced he has to control it. Like, he has to do it. And he, Not always when he's touching her, it's doing the magnetism. 
amplifies her good feeling here where she's like, oh my God, yes, let's get on the road. Let's do this. Let's see where the road takes us. And what do you say? They they then start kissing once again where Seth says, don't worry, I'll meet you here. I need to go and pick up something, get us some cash. And she goes, hell yes, I will. Seth then leaves in the back door. Lana runs over to the cash register here. Yeah, because she says, I think I've got the money covered. And who decides to walk up at the exact time of this? Uh, Lex Luthor. Did he come because maybe it was supposed to be closed? Uh, or yeah. open, and it was in fact closed, and that's why he came through saying, what I the hell? I assume the Talon is open every day. This has to be the only coffee shop in town, so obviously they probably open. It's 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Damn. All right, so yeah. And that's why Lex is coming. Lex walks in, yes. yeah, we're thinking, like, we don't know really why he's here, like, technically, but... So, of course, he's like, hey, Lana, I hope you're joking with taking that cash out. It's like, no, I'm just taking my share of the profits. And he's like, Lana, what the hell are you doing? It's like, no, nah, getting out of here. Can't stay in Smallville for a coffee shop, Lex. Trying to understand, my whole family's gone. My friends have changed. What? No, they haven't. No, they haven't. I found someone who really wants to be with me, who trusts me, kind of. Uh, for the first time in a long time, I don't feel like I'm alone. What the hell? I love You have a best friend who's your roommate. Yeah, but you know what they don't have? A yellow convertible Mustang pulling around the corner. It's Seth sitting in the vehicle, and he says, Hop in, pretty lady. Get in, bitch. We're going shopping. And now Lex says, Nice car for a 16-year-old. And of course, yeah. And then Lex even says, You're making a serious mistake, Lana. Lana's like, Have a nice life. See you later. And now the tires are screeching off. They are racing as if it's Tokyo Drift. And now Lex is sitting there looking like an idiot. For some reason, though, Lex then decides to look weak in this scene because Clark walks in and says, Where's Lana? Well, she's leaving town with her new boyfriend. But don't worry, Clark. I'm going to call the cops. (laughs) What? Yeah, and she cleared out the register. She's like, they won't even leave town. But don't worry. Clark decides to then show Lex his abilities. No. Uh, because he zooms out of there. Well, yeah, he just showed up. It's like, where's Lana? Yeah, she's not here. She just left town with her boyfriend. Oh, okay, peace. <laughs> he didn't even hear a door. Anything. And so now we have Clark. Uh, he basically beat them ahead of, the, ahead of them on the road. He heats up the road to where it is now scorched, melted. And so now it's basically fresh concrete being thrown on the ground. Melted tar. Tar, yeah, pretty much. Yes. And so now... As he, uh, Seth drives on that road, he runs into that little pit of tar, and he gets stuck. And so now, they can't move. Lana's freaking out. What do we do? Blah, blah, blah. Cops are now on the way already. They're already chasing them. Seth sees that he can't get out. It's like the road is melted, and it's because with Clark using his heat ray vision there, is that the best maneuver? I feel like if they were going that fast and then stopped in the tar, I'm pretty sure someone would have flown out. Probably. <laughs> There's no way Seth was going. Because he's under- going at least fit, what, 40? Oh, he was going probably 70, man. You see that yellow Mustang? That shit burns. That's true, yeah. So, yeah, Lana's like wondering what's going on here. But, yeah, the cops are coming. And, of course, uh, what are we going to do? Seth, Seth, it's the sheriff. And we all know that Sheriff Adams... Wait, she probably wouldn't hurt Seth because he's part of the, he's part of the good old boys, right? Uh, he doesn't have blonde hair. 
Oh, he's brunette. he's got the eyes. Check. I but, mean, unless if he touches Sheriff Adams, we might be thinking of something here. Ooh, what if he decided to be attracted to Sheriff Adams? Now that's a what if story that I want to watch. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> she's fired oh from the set and her job. But um, uh, do you want to get into I maybe the to. most ridiculous thing in the entire episode? I love it. So let's Seth get into decides to ditch the bitch <laughs> in the car. Lana, he decides, hey, don't worry, okay, we're going to be together. He kisses her one last time. All right, trust me. He literally gets out of the car, sees a truck, tanker, whatever, jumps on it, and just sticks to it like it's a magnet, like he's a magnet. He just sticks on the back. And he's like, cool. And he leaves Lana in the car. And now the cops pull up behind Lana, and then they say, Lana, remain in the vehicle because we all know who you are. Put your hands on the dashboard. And Seth bailed on Lana. That's right. So he couldn't use his powers, for example, to then push the cop car away as if he was able to use, like, more of his power. He's an idiot. He he decided to become, like, a frog and stick to the gas tank. That was, like, some Spider-Man shit. Sorry, Marvel again, but we already did it because he's Magneto. But... Now well, let's to, get to prison. Yeah, we go to the prison where we get the Superman color scheme on the prison cell. So, um, yeah, of course, Clark is here visiting Lana because she's now an inmate. <laughs> Don't worry, Lana. I trust you. I know it wasn't just you. And she's like, I was so mean to you, Clark. You still didn't give up on me. All right, so you know who, and I have to pause it real quick because you know who the real asshole is, right? Lana? Why is Lana in jail if she's the owner with Lex Luthor, who is the one who called the cops? Why would then Clark say that Lex is talking to attorneys to try to help you? <laughs> Why wouldn't Lex? Just I don't even up? know. To be honest, honestly, I don't even think they could even pin anything on her. But I don't think they could either. Like influenced, you know what I mean? Like type of thing. So Clark's like, do you have any idea where Seth went? And Lana, of course, is like, well, he's got a brother in Granville. We hear about Granville all the time. Also, if he has a brother in Granville and works at a diner, where the hell are the parents? There are no parents. They're orphan boys, orphan brothers. This is my whole thing, man. Why is Seth a bad dude? I don't get it. Lana then reaches out to Clark and says, Clark, take my hand. And now he takes her hand and she says, thank you. I would not be here. He is once again smiling, buying into everything she is selling him. I don't know why she called me a loser and laughed at that. I am not wanting to touch her hand ever again. Yeah, she also said she never felt that same way about a guy ever. So, um, yeah. And now we are at the Luther Mansion where we have Chloe walking into Lex's office. And she says, what the hell is your problem? Yeah, and of course Lex is like, what are you talking about? Well, one of your guys just creeps in my office and just steals my computer. And it's like, it's either lesser of two visas, so it's like either you or your dad. It's like, are you accusing me of something? <laughs> I admire your take charge attitude. You know, barging in here, it really took guts or sheer stupidity. Um, she is looking at him like, come on, I'm 16. Can you stop? <laughs> like- I know, right? She just walked in like, hey. It's like, what do you say we pay a visit to your intruder, huh? And now Lex decides to then go and show her another room, I'm assuming, right? Why is... (laughs) So, okay, this is what what I was talking about earlier. This is the last time we're going to see the P.I. Because the next time we see him right here, which is officially the last time, he's dead. His His heart gave out to natural causes. Like, really? It's like, well, 
Given what he was looking into, I don't think there was anything natural about his death. How do I know that you're not just playing me, Lex? What, do you think I take 16-year-old girls here to the morgue all the time? So is the morgue in its own separate place that they then drove to? Or is this somehow in his own house? But yeah, so it's like, dude, is this the morgue? Like, was this his back room? Was this next to the secret room? (laughs) Maybe this was really the room that she should have been able to get into here. If Helen was shown that room and not the morgue, or maybe she was already working in the morgue. Diving deeper. So, of course, you know... Here, you know, we got a corpse that says you're, you know, you're wrong here, Chloe, because look, you're playing a very dangerous game here, and I can protect you, because obviously Lex is the cooler of the two people here. Yeah, uh, Lex, like you protected him, that's why you decided to take me to the morgue to show me a dead body, thanks, I'm really feeling safe right now. Listen, whatever you got on my father, it's gonna be okay, I can help. I know, what's the theory here? Do we think Lex killed him just to persuade Chloe into giving him the information? No, Lionel obviously killed him. Yeah, because Lex even says that to Chloe. Look, this is what happens when you tangle with my father. And Mason knew that, but obviously it didn't work out for him. But this is the other side of this now. Because if Mason was then following Chloe, and then Lionel was ended up being able to kill Mason, wouldn't that mean that he also knows that Chloe's looking into the past? Yeah. So that would also kind of bring up a red flag It's funny because now Lex is really the one that's going to be caught into the web where he has no idea exactly what's going on. Dude, and he doesn't. And and like I told you from the beginning, when he started asking too much about his grandparents, this really does become a whole thing, bro. And so Lex, of course, sees Chloe out. It's like, look, you don't know what dangerous game you're playing. I can protect you. She doesn't say a word. Just know what you're doing. Yeah, because she's scared. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah, it's because she doesn't even know who to trust. She's like, Lex, I think you're still not playing as hard of a game of chess as your father. I'm walking out of the office. Let's get back to the prison. Yeah, prison, Lana. Look at that nice roll of toilet paper over there. You know she had to take a rowdy shit. (laughs) Why is there a roll of toilet paper? Lana, you've been in prison for one hour. You have to already take a dump. By the way, it's been used. Why is it Officer, on the it's wall? all that coffee. It's it's running through me. Why is it on the wall? What if it's something to do with the magnetism in your brain? It just, you know, makes you have to poop. Laxative? <laughs> yes. Magnet laxative? Oh, my Lord. Also, we need to go back to our villain names, dude. We didn't even have one for Van, so we're going to have to skip that one. What do we have for Seth here? Okay, Van was serial killer. <laughs> and, uh, for Seth... Oh, I mean, he could be like a... Damn, remember how there's the movie Push? We call him Pool. Mr. Pool. He could be Pool. We'll call him Pool. Pool Boy. (laughs) Pool Boy. Pool Boy. boy. I like that. Pool Boy works. All right, so we have deemed Seth because we did need villain names. We haven't had one for Van. No, Serial Killer. killer. That's his name. (laughs) His his first name, he goes by Serial. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to call Seth Pool Boy. And not your normal Pool Boy. We mean pooling like a magnet. So he's Pool Boy. P-U-L-L-B-O-Y. Oh, I thought it was (laughs) P-O-O-L. So he's Pool Boy. <laughs> Whatever, Pool Boy. Yeah, he's getting dissed with that name for sure. That's probably like some name they make fun of him with, and then he ends up just using it. All right, so if you, though, went into the prison and you saw that toilet paper roll, would you then break her out of prison, or would you leave her there? I would need to make sure that she washed <laughs> her hands. So I know there's not a sink in there. 
And if it smelled when I walked in, I'm out, bro. First date, and you're already going to shit around me? Nope. This is like third date now. Kind (laughs) of. It doesn't even matter. I'm just laughing because girls don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, girls don't poop. (laughs) Yeah. Duh. Now, and now here we go with his fist movement again. He breaks Lana out of jail. He knocked out everyone, all the guards. Yeah, he's doing some weird... I hate his fist thing. So it's like, yeah, I totally gave Clark that story about the Granville thing with your brother. So he's probably uh, he's probably on the way over there right now. Let's get out of here. Show I was Lana. worried that he was going to be able to convince you when I saw him leaving. Clark's in my past. You're my future. The attraction is, is still so there, hot. clearly. <laughs> The attraction is still there. It's still being pulled, pool boy. And so now we have a guard trying to stop them. Seth managed to stop the guard with a door slammed to the back. He knocked him out. He pulled the door towards That's him. That's right, he pulled it. <laughs> yes. And so now he takes the gun. He's still pointing it at the guard like he's not knocked out. So then Clark goes to back to his house and is like meeting his mom. He's like, well, Lana lied to me. Right to my face, and I believed her. I've been searching around Granville for the past two hours. She can go to hell. Man, Martha's looking good in that sweater, dude. And now Clark is confused because he's telling Martha, listen, I'm not angry. I just don't understand. Martha's then trying to convince Clark, listen, you got to be able to let her go. Your feelings for her aren't a lie. And Clark's like, you think I made, you think I made the right decision to pull, like push her away? It's like... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a psychic. That's your choice. You know, I miss the days where you would give me a yes or no answer. I do too, Clark. Yeah, we're not <laughs> yeah. five. Pete walk in. You can't say that. Yes, I can. <laughs> no, because, because Pete does help out. How? He comes in and he says, guess what? Hey, guys, it's Pete Ross. Remember me? I'm the best friend. Hey, Lana and Seth got broken out of prison, so they're uh, on the run. Bonnie and Clyde, I just saw them pass by my house. So, Clark, you got to get on this. And now Martha then says, Clark, you're not going to be able to find him. It's going to be a needle in a haystack. Not unless, Mom, you got the right needle. And what does Clark pick up is not his compass because he doesn't get one. Lex has it. He picks up his father's compass that was sitting on the coffee table. Now, the compass, as we all know, somehow is able to attract Seth. And it's I guess he has n- enough of a strong pull with his magnet that the compass is going to lead him to it. I'm just going to throw this out there, too. Um, whenever the compass then starts to lead me towards the state fair, if I'm Clark and I've been at the state fair, I'm probably not going to need the compass anymore because I'm going to know exactly where they are. So I'm just going to speed over there. But instead, it seems to show us that Clark took his time walking with this compass. Well, I mean, if he's moving too fast, would it still work? I don't know, but that's what I mean. How how far was this? <laughs> so this may have been taking so long. Oh, man, they really gone. fooled us. They're back at the carnival. And now they are stuck in the love chamber. Where the Clark, sea of love. He runs into the sea of love where they are now just holding each other. And they are saying, how are we going to get out of here? Don't worry. I'm not ever going to leave you. You've all I've ever wanted, Lana. I would never leave you. We're going to get out of this together. I left you five minutes ago whenever I stuck to that gas truck. So oh. now I'm just lying to you at this point. Thank God I'm touching you, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. Notice he keeps touching her because he knows this. Like, as soon as he's away, it's not going to work. And Lana says, oh, my God, but it's too dangerous. How are you ever going to be able to get us out of here? Don't worry. The carnival is about to shut down. The trucks are coming tomorrow. We're going to sneak away in the trucks and become carnies. Yeah, weird. <laughs> they take the carts out tomorrow, and so we're going to just sneak out in one of them. Oh, dope plan, Seth. You always know what to do. All right. Now we're getting real raunchy kisses from Lana now because she's turned real villain now. But Clark shows up, pulls Seth away, knocks him down. You're not taking her anywhere, bud. I told you to stay away from her. And, of course, Lana's like, Clark. She is the one that has now picked up the gun. She pulled and the is- gun on Clark now, bro. Pointing at him. And and I love Clark's face. He's like, <laughs> little does she know that won't hurt me. Hey, Seth, stand right in front of me, dude. What I would love more than anything, he's like, man, I forgot my lead at home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not Van. We don't know kryptonite bullets here. And so now she pulled the gun on him, right? And so we... So you think this is really Lana, though, right? Do you think this is a little bit of her jealousy coming out? Or do you think that this is fully... I think she's so far gone, yeah. I think she's too far gone. That this Pure is... attraction, it's like lust at this point. And this is just Seth's magnetic abilities just completely convincing her? Yeah. Okay, so when Clark touches Seth, this is what I want to get into, and Seth does touch Clark back with his hands, does it mean that doesn't affect him? Does it mean that Seth didn't even try with Clark? And if he did... Would it not affect him or would it? I just feel like since we've seen it and before with Dream Girl of her being able to just go inside of Clark because he's the one that's weak and can she can walk in as if she's Morbius. But why is Clark not then affected by Seth touch? Well, we've all seen that in the past that when people have these kryptonite powers that they seem to not affect him. Remember, even reference you referenced Dream Girl did. Well, it was only him. Remember, I know, but that was weird. But yes. it was also dreams. Maybe there's difference. So, when it comes to then his abilities, and look at the hand touching Clark. Right. His thing only affects Lana, because even the other thing that I went. This is why I wanted to get into this even more. When it came to even the cop showing up, wouldn't he have been able to just? oh, hey, we're sorry, and touch their shoulder or touch their hand in order for them to be able to get out of the situation. It's only about Lana. Maybe it's only really an attraction thing. Maybe he can't actually persuade people. So it's only strictly for his horniness. Yeah. We have all seen that Major I know Rock make you horny. We, we've seen it's the kryptonite. We debunked this in first season. Yes, we did. So another shout out. Another shout out. And of course, Clark's just looking at Seth like, oh my god, this girl, man. What did you do to her, bro? And of course, he lets he lets Seth alone. He, uh, he lets go. He's like, Lana, I can handle it from here. He pulls the gun. Wow, what special effects, huh? Uh, it still doesn't even look like a real yeah, gun in his hand does. while he pulled it he over pulls to him. He the gun in his hand and it still doesn't look real. And he points it at Clark now. By the way, why did, couldn't they get like a little bit better? Even like a string on a fake gun going to you him. You can easily pull some line things. They're gonna, tossing each other all the time. I was going to say, this wouldn't have been like, this should have been a little bit easier than no, what they you made. You can't it. put a string on a toy gun. I'm interested to see what like weapon they had him hold because now he has a real gun. <laughs> and so now, of course, Lana's just like freaking out. She's kind of she's maybe slipping a bit because she's a little worried still. Like, oh God, 
Census, get out of here. It's going to get messy. Yeah. <laughs> and she runs out. And she's like, okay, cool. And now she's like, like I said, she's slipping. She's a little worried looking back like, damn, is he going to kill Clark? And of course, now she's gone. Clark is like, you need help? He's like, no, because you want Lana back. But you can't have her. He can't, Clark? And he starts shooting. But why does Clark even why bother Clark to dodge? Why does Clark even do this? Clark bothers to dodge. Maybe he's worried that Lana's still looking? I don't know. He saw her leaving. He can use his x-ray because if he's worried, then he wouldn't have immediately got up and brushed the bullets yeah, off. Yeah, because some bullets still hit him, and he's like, all right, by now the way, it's my turn. By the way, that's like a guy who flinches and then's like... <laughs> No big deal. Yeah, I could whoop your ass still. You jump behind the bumper car. <laughs> like, I don't understand. You're and not of course, tough. And then Seth here is like, yeah, oh, I guess I'm not the only one that's special. And of course, he lifts one of the carts up. Magnetic yeah. fist! Magnetic fist! Here we go! <laughs> and he throws it at Clark. Clark catches it with ease, man. And Seth is trying to fight to push it towards Clark. And wow, it looks like he's having the upper hand here. His magnetism is stronger than Clark. And somehow Clark looks like he's really struggling, even though this should be easy and not even hurting him, where he immediately says, Seth, you want to play games? Grabs an electrical wire, pulls it out, and then puts it on the bumper car, makes the bumper car a magnet to where Seth hits the bumper car, becomes attached, and now he has a shockwave going through his body. Yeah, so like... What? <laughs> he put yeah, yeah he put like, the wire he put the cord or whatever on the card obviously it's metal it's connected to seth because he's using it as a magnet and it somehow reversed and pulled seth towards the cart shocks him at like the same mri thing the green the green cover and everything and boom smoking on the body and he's he's passed out and there we go there's our villain of the week that's all we needed. It was the bumper car that was able to destroy him. I just cannot believe what I witnessed in that scene. Because once again, going back to the very beginning, why was that my fight? Yeah. That's really all I got out of that was like, like... you said earlier, bro, these fights have been weak. But, but why is the gun even at play as if that's a threat? That's what I hate. It's like, oh, we got a gun in the scene. Everybody better watch out because they're coming. Bullets. And they're not going to hurt you, Clark. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense why he would even dive, why this was even a struggle. This should have been, oh, yeah, I have heat ray. Oh, yeah, I have speed. Oh, yeah, I have strength. I could punch him in the face. I can do a lot of things and not struggle with the damn bumper car and then figure out a science fair project as if this is a Bill Nye episode. You know, I love... I love the outcome of this because now we have Lex at the hospital after this fight or fiasco and he sees a nice looking community service janitor and who is it? It's Lana. I still don't know why she's doing community service. She wouldn't be doing community service if he dropped the charges, especially if they got the real villain and then they were able to explain that he had some type of persuasion and over she, her. Yeah, and she and Lex is of course giving her some a little bit of shit for it. He's like, "Well, it's what I deserve for what all I did." And it's like, "I mean, you were influenced, bro." God, it's like, "Hey, Lana, I'm not going to drop those charges. I hope you enjoy that community service." Well, <laughs> what a dick. Well, no, he said, "What good are lawyers if they can't jump through hoops because all she got let off with was community service what did she do she robbed the she business. probably gave the money back no 
Did Seth take the money? They used it for the car. I'm just kidding. No, that no, because they I got know, stuck in I tar. I was kidding. Okay, well, I don't like the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, uh, the outcome I was referring to that I loved is that Seth is now in a coma, and we don't know when he's ever going to wake up. So, dead. Clark killed another. Cyrus number two. Once again, Clark. Okay, but Seth deserved it. No. No, he didn't. He probably could have been knocked out as well. Instead, Clark completely grabbed a wire and just electrocuted him. Seth Nelson, in coma, lives on through his brother in Granville. Man, I'm just really surprised that Lana is wearing this outfit. And for some reason, she's. I'm not, pretty sure she's not wearing anything underneath. I was so going to say. Kind of funny. I was asking like why she was not wearing anything underneath because those look like that they were given to her by the court, which means that a lot of gross people have probably worn them. That's a Michael Myers outfit. I am probably going to wear a long sleeve underneath and not be <laughs> naked. Just wanted to throw that out there. No, no, not even a t-shirt, bro. We're not going to put that. Not on. even going to put an undershirt on. And of course, she's like magnetism, no magnetism. You know, there's no reason for my actions, but. I'd really like my job at the talent back, Lex. He's like, done. He's like, I really don't care what you did. Obviously, you're under the influence there. You know, I did a lot worse things when I was younger. Look, just, I'm the last person to criticize. You can have the job back. I'm lousy at a latte myself, so. <laughs> you know what, Lana? But I'm sure that the right guy is out there for you. And this is the first time, I must say, Lex did not insinuate Clark. No. He didn't even really bring like no because as the older brother to he, Clark, he's done with that whole thing. I think he is too, and that's yeah. my point of even Chloe of what we've talked about in previous episodes of her kind of like joking about them too because she's even done with it. I think Lex is in the same boat. Everyone's done, bro. I, the parents. That's why we're just yeah, like Martha. Look, John, you made exactly. a decision. You're jealous. Yeah, I get it. I'm not jealous. Lex is like, dude. I don't know how many times I told yes. you. He told her for two whole seasons. Dude, chase after. He would even set it up, bro, multiple times. And now that she finally wants him and he's rejecting it, I think everyone's like, we don't want to hear you anymore, Clark. Yeah. I. Yeah, because Lex gets back from his death whole thing, like yeah. his fake death or whatever, and he comes back and he hears the whole catch-up of him and Lana. It's like, yeah, Clark, you're an idiot. Wait, wait, wait. She wants you? <laughs> and what are you, you're saying no because... Of your secrets? You need to be alone? I don't get it. Uh, Clark, you gay? Listen, orphan boy. You want to be orphan boy? Then be orphan boy. And so, yeah. Lex, yeah. Like you said, he just tells her. And Lana's like, wow, nice words. I'm going to go to clean up now. And so we go to the mansion. <laughs> go clean up. All right. What if she says, you know what? I'm so dirty. I bet Clark wants me now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, Clark, we have matching stains. <laughs> Um, we go to the mansion, and dude, I've pointed this out. So I think it was first season and also you second. Did. What is... You call them Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> Hong Kong Fooey Bruce Lee bodyguard. This is a whole different dude, too. Why do they do this? I put in my Does notes. Does Lex have a weird Asian feng shui thing? I put in my notes, shout out Joseph. This is your guy. <laughs> because I'm also trying to understand... This is a little bit weird of Lex to have. Is he, he supposed has, to be a tea guy? Like Japanese souvenirs. He has tea thing. He has yeah. He Dude. has servants dressed in like komodos and shit. Is Darius on like a maternity leave or something? Didn't he, Helen even wear like a an, a Japanese inspired dress at one point? She yeah. I think even for one of the wedding events, if I remember properly. 
But in a way, they're posers. Or assistant. They're posers, though. Because they both, Lionel and Lex, have fake samurai swords in their office. But yet they have real... So the thing is here, Lionel has a Greek thing. He has a Greek and Roman thing. But Lex has more so the Japanese thing. Well, no, but remember, Lionel also had a sword inside of his office because Lucas picked it up and said, this is fake, bitch. That's right. Because he was a Chinatown expert. Duh, he's from there. (laughs) And Lex, having also that fake sword, I don't understand why the servant is this. So, Lex is weird. I'm just going to throw it out there. But anyways, so Chloe's here and and she's asking for Lex's help. Because of this whole thing between him and his dad. So, um, of course, Lex tells the guy to get out. They have the floor to themselves. And so, Chloe is now spilling the beans on Lionel. It started with the wall of weird. Lionel came in one day. It was all interested with the meteor rocks. And he was interested from the wall of weird. He wanted me to start feeding him information about the more bizarre events that were out here if you're gonna tell this scene right you need to lead off he was interested with my nine years at the torch i said I he started with the lead wall of weird. off with that nine years of the wall of weird now he is impressed that's why he wanted me keep going <laughs> <laughs> i started with that i said he was interested Not in nine the years. wall of weird Mm-mm. that insinuates bro nope Gotta you know say I'm not it. giving you that. Nope. <laughs> and so, of course, about the more bizarre events that he was interested in. And so now Lex is like, huh. It's always actually been an obsession of his. And Lex knows that. So, but I can't imagine that's the extent of your arrangement. So why is it that he wanted me or wanted you to do all that? He wanted me to spy on a friend. Who he knows, right? I think he could make a good guess. I was going to say. like At this point, who is not asking about Clark at it, this point? It would be completely obvious. So you wanted me to spy on a friend. Oh, your two friends that you have? <laughs> Three if you include Pete. Pete sucks. <laughs> Man, this The season, showrunners know it. This season? Pete, I'm trying to defend you, but damn. He had a good is- episode, kind of, when he was a dick. And that was last episode. <laughs> Man, I'm... I've been disappointed. Yeah. yeah. As we all should have been. And so Lex is like, oh, no, Chloe just says it doesn't matter who. And so Lex is like, all right, whatever. I could probably make a good guess. And it's like. You got two. (laughs) Oh, actually, she does admit, though, because he stays silent. He's like, who? And she's like, it doesn't matter. Okay, it was Clark. (laughs) And he's like, and did you? And he's like, of course not, because that's my friend. I would never do that. And so I told him that. And then he threatened to fire my dad. So then now that's why I was doing all those errands for him. So I figured that in order to get out of the agreement, I had to find something on your father. So she was actually revealing here that she went behind Lionel because obviously she works for him. She can get information wherever that she was trying to actually find dirt on him so that she can get out of this arrangement. And I think that actually is kind of a safe bet. The problem is it's like what I'm telling you. With earlier and Mason dying, I feel like it's such a big deal if I'm Chloe. Obviously, if he is watching this person who was following me, he knows. Yeah. Like, that's the thing about with Lionel, and that's why he's always two steps ahead. He obviously is just allowing her to do this. In my opinion, is Lionel doing this in order for 
for him to once again catch Lex in a web of lies. Yeah. It's, no, dude, I think you're. I think you're completely right. I, it's, it's at sick. least it's a good theory. It's a very sick game. Lionel is like, a madman genius, bro. I don't get it. And so, yeah, no, like I completely with that because knowing how Lionel is, bro. He, yeah, I won't even say two step ahead, bro. He's probably about five or ten. Just wait, Lex. I'm gonna get you. It's like I'm gonna, he, bro. He probably has a vision board, like, dude. And it's it like leads all to the ultimate goal. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, okay, outcome number one, outcome number two, outcome number three, my goal here. We'll see how it goes. The end goal. Like, we- he already has it planned out. If this happens, this is what I'll do. If this happens, this is what I'll do. You know what the last bubble, though, is? We die together. <laughs> Honestly. That would, that would be no the, one wins. If I'm not bubble. winning, no one wins. He'll be- make it seem like Lex is winning, but no. Yes. And so Lex says, Chloe, I'll protect you. But in order to do that, I need to know what you found out about my father. And so that goes into this whole thing with the grandparents thing. So, have you ever heard of a man named Morgan Edge? Oh, we're going back now because the last time we saw him was Phoenix. And it was at that pier, the dock, in Metropolis. And before he But we did both say there's no way because he fell into the harbor and we both thought that he was the one coming out of the water when, in fact, it was Clark. Yeah, and so we're like, there's no way he's gone. Yes. So, have you heard of Morgan Edge? And this is obviously a tease and setup for the next episode because we're most likely going to get Morgan Edge back. And so, crime lord of Metropolis, Lex already knows. And so, Morgan Edge shows him a newspaper he's believed to be missing. And then he says he was also one of your father's childhood best friends. Chloe telling him this is actually very revealing where Lex did not know this information. Not at all. And then he's like, holy shit. If he has a best friend like that, who knows what they've been up to. And they probably, and if you think about it, if Morgan Edge was the biggest crime lord in Metropolis, that would also mean that Lionel has always had a hand in it with them being childhood best friends. So with them being able to blow up, let's say, a block in order to kill the parents is not something now that's crazy now that Lex knows that Lionel's attached to this bad of a person. Yeah, man. It's it's nuts. And yeah, he's connecting the dots here with Chloe's help. And so that is done there. Now we go to the final scene here. Oh my god, with this scene. Yeah. What the living hell is going on? Because <laughs> we go to we the have- barn. Clark pretending to read, of course, in his favorite red chair. He called Lana over, and Lana now has stormed into the barn and says, Clark, I just wanted to come by. No, he did not call her over. Oh, no, no, he was reading. He had to have called her. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only time he's reading. No, this time I'm going to give it to him. He's like, oh, hey, Lana. Okay, hold on. He heard her car and immediately picked up a book. Can we at least agree on that? He sped run to the book. Yes, okay, all right. (laughs) And so she's like, I came to apologize. I should have believed you, Clark. I'm sorry. And Clark's just like, I know you weren't acting on your own free will, so. And she's like, maybe. But even though I was under his influence, part of me always knew you were right. And I just kept telling myself that you were jealous, because that's what we always do with Clark. He's always jealous, which, yeah, he kind of is. He is. I guess that's just the way I wanted you to feel. And so, yeah, I pointed a gun at you. And it's not a big deal anymore, even though we both remember it, because they specifically said that with this magnet that she knows everything that she, she is doing. She knew everything she was doing. So even calling him a loser, she does not apologize for. Yeah, um, <laughs> we need to just hold on to that forever. By the way, if I'm Clark, do you really think I'm a loser? You do. Like, I'm busting I wouldn't even give a shit about the apology at that point. I'd be like, hey, Lana, 
Oh, you're here for an apology? Oh, it's kind of crazy. I have another question. <laughs> Why did you call me a loser? And laugh like yeah. it was real. Uh, um, uh, you kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, dude, I would be, uh, yeah, I don't get it, dude. Yeah. I would have been hurt with that. And it's like, of course, Clark sits down. You know, it wasn't easy for me to see you with another guy. And, I mean, he's kind of chill about it. And Lana's just like... Are you oh. still sure you don't want to be that guy, Clark? And this is what I'm talking about, dude. Ooh, this was How so cringe. How are we this right now? This was cringe for me. I because thought... we're still simping, bro. Jesse, this is your girl. This dude, is bad. This is bad. Yes. Because and... he says, it's like, yeah, it wasn't easy for me to see you with another guy. But obviously, it wasn't the point where it's like, oh, you know, I still like you and stuff. But it's like, also, it's like, I got to get used to that fact. But Lana's like taking his like, well, Clark, are you sure you don't want to be that guy? She's also, though, in her defense, pretty much giving him one last out. She is is saying, it one last out? I'm, I'm going to say it is because his face says, Lana, we've been through this. We've already talked about this. We already know what I'm going to say, and it's get the fuck out of my house. But instead, Lana immediately cuts him off before he can finish, says, it's all right, Clark. I just, I want to make sure before I told you this. And now I'm a little confused too. Clark looks at her just as confused. Maybe he's high. But she then says, even though my compass was off with Seth, I've never felt so good of being able to have somebody be honest with me and us being able to be honest with each other. You yeah, know, uh, well, he used it to manipulate you. I'm not condoning what he did. Believe me, I'm paying for it. Did you not see my com- community service overalls? <laughs> They're awful, Clark. I didn't wear anything underneath. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like you. P.S. I'm dirty. One, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> and yeah, so, of course, yeah, I'm not condoning that. It still felt good caring for someone and having my feelings return. Cool, Lana. We know Clark's an idiot. I want that again. And you so, know what, Clark? You're going to have to fucking deal with it. Uh, this was not something you could have uh, came over to my barn for. <laughs> you could have you could have called me for this, Lana. I don't know why I'm having to hear this, but I don't appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like, Clark's like, oh, Lana, I don't expect you to wait forever for me. Yeah, good. Good. Because, yeah. Eventually, someone's right. Someone is right. Gonna come along for me. Cool, Lana. Why are you here? Thanks. Can you now leave? And I'm going to be with that person, Clark, when they come around. And she's looking at him like, and you're gonna have to deal with that. What a what is what? Why? Why is she and, saying and she, that? And then she just gets up and leaves. And Clark's just like, cool. This. Could have been done in a I note. mean, he looks a little bummed out there, but it's like, dude, he kind of already realized that, I feel like, halfway through the episode. It could have been, like, done in a note, though, where it said, like, check yes or no, like, if you want to be with me, and if you say no, then it could have been, like, that ending No, part. I'm sorry, it could have been done with a phone call. <laughs> she drove over there to tell him I that. just, yeah, because also, man, she is wasting a lot of gas having to drive back and forth between Clark's barn for 30 seconds and then Chloe's house. Maybe she's just wanting to drive that new Jeep all around. But she did not need to come over in order to do that to him because I also think it's unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary. You're just throwing gas on the fire right now where you already, I already know I have to get used to it. 
That's all we need to discuss. That's the end of it. Not good. <laughs> and we get a lovely, satisfying ending note on that, huh? Credits roll. Clark's bummed. And, you know, I think we have a good episode coming up next. It's Shattered, episode 8, but we'll see how that goes. We have this set up with Morgan Edge possibly making a return here. And we have, I guess, like you said, the last shot that Lana gave Clark there. Um, I still am hoping for some more high school drama next episode. The only thing I need to move on from, because I feel like I'm a part of the gang now, and I'm just Scooby-Doo, <laughs> is that, all right, Lana and Clark, I don't want to hear about y'all's crap anymore. All right? Yeah, I think everyone's done at this point. Like, that's what I mean, is that characters on the show are saying stop. I think I'm saying stop as the audience. That better mean that they stop. If next episode they go back to being awkward, I'm going to throw something at the screen. Better not be my screen. Uh, it'll probably be my screen, but still. <laughs> well, again, thank you for listening this week on our episode 7, Magnetic. We are the Somebody Save Me podcast. We actually have YouTube channel starting up soon, so be on lookout for that for any listeners wanting to just check out our YouTube channel. Rock up some views on there in case you're not wanting to listen on any platforms here. But and, also uh, probably easier to comment, if anything. Very easy yeah. to comment. So, yeah, please leave your comments there if you don't want to review Only shit us. talking. Five stars. Everybody should know the rules by now. Yeah, because, yeah, we'll, we'll dislike or like it, whatever. It don't matter. I but, only dislike. <laughs> Hearts mean I hate you. Again, somebody say me podcast. We're out here. Magnetic fists! Oh, God. <laughs>